Players, naysayers, welcome to episode 15 of the JTOS podcast, your podcast for everything video game, tabletop, and geek culture. I'm your host, Joe Nan Castillo. Joining me are my co hosts, the inconceivable Balthazar01. Uh-huh. His way isn't always the most sportsmanlike, Lord Reverend Zero. Hey. And drop your sword, Trunks Almighty. Sup? And again, just a quick reminder to everyone listening that you, if you enjoy hanging out with us, Small Town Geeks, please give us a like, a share, a review, or all of the above on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Joysticks, Tabletops, and Other Short Stories, or just Google search Joysticks Waxa. That's Joysticks, W-A-X-A. Boys, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Episode 15. Yeah. We've been doing this for about seven and a half eight, months. Eight, almost eight months yeah. now. Nice, nice. How do you boys feel about it so far? I honestly didn't think we were going to last this long. <laughs> for mis- yeah, I figured we might have killed each other by for now. multiple reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, dude, we're we're still going strong. We're still yeah. uh, we're, we're still enjoying it. We're still uh, giving you the reviews and the news and and each other shit and, and each yeah. other shit. Yeah, <laughs> but that's definitely a thing on this show. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, and delve into our small town shout out. Does anybody have anybody that you want to throw out there? Um, I got my usuals, but tonight I'm gonna do the dessert spot again over here down. So, the all right, what do you order from there? What if I was to walk in there? What would you tell me to order? Um, I like the Reese's cookies, the Reese's peanut butter cup cookies. Okay, and the. Uh, the butter sugar cookie. All right, I'm, I'm assuming like this is all like in the house, right? This yeah, is like no, they, so yeah. Cool man, Dude, awesome. that, But their butter sugar cookies are, they're big enough. Like I put my hands together and hold one. That's how big they are, and they, you know, they fit fairly well. So. Sounds like it could kill you. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. They, if you eat too many of them, they probably will. All right. <laughs> well. But you know, they have a little bit of everything. They have ice cream. They have you know espressos. They cool, cool. You know, you do sat, you know ice cream sandwiches. You can you know cakes and. Nice, nice. Sounds good. <clears throat> but it's in the Rogers. It's right there on the corner of uh, College and I forgot the other street. Main Street. Yeah. And Main yeah. Street. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Sounds good. Tim, what uh, you got? For me, uh, Atkins Seafood. All right. right now, uh, you can come in and see us. We do have bottled beer now. Oh, nice. What kind uh, of beer and you got? Wine. Uh, I think they've got Miller Lite, Budweiser, Dos Equis, The Big Boys, huh? Ultra. Yeah, so cool, stuff man. I'm probably not going to drink. No, but I'll definitely drink it. <laughs> it that that's just for now, just because it has alcohol. When we get to the new location in two months, we'll probably have some stuff on tap. Are they going to try? Are they going to travel airport? Possibly, possibly. Then now we'll probably be drinking. That's hey zero. What do you got? Uh, shameless self promotion. Uh, ground Zero guitar repair. Nice, nice. That's really cool. How you doing over there, man? Uh, pretty good. Business has been picking up. That's um, great. We man. actually got some uh, new shirts designed, and so I'll probably have those up for merch. So. Yeah. Wow. All right. And the website is 
Groundzero.com? Groundzero.gr.com, yeah. Nice. Awesome, dude. Merch. I'm going to have to get me one of those for sure. Yeah. Hey, good stuff, I, man. I'll probably do more on the Facebook page than the actual website but um facebook page the same moniker same uh, ground zero guitar repair awesome dude really cool that that's freaking exciting man I, i'm excited for you cool good yeah. stuff man good stuff anybody get into anything uh fun or exciting uh the last couple of weeks since we've seen each other um i actually watched the dragon's dogma anime oh yeah how'd that go uh, it was good okay. it it got me wanting to play the game again so cool. i booted it back up and i forgot how long uh how big that game was. Yeah, yeah. Like now, so I have Kingdoms of Amalur and Dragon's Dogma. I'm playing back to back. And I'm like, I am not going to finish these games for at least a year. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. How far have you made it in Kingdoms? Um, I've just got to the first house where you meet Aelin Shear. Okay. Hmm. Because I'm just, I, right. I'll start doing every side quest because mm. I'm that guy. Okay. You know, I can't go through a game and see a side quest and not, not pick it up. <laughs> all right, all right, really cool, man. <laughs> Unless I killed the guy on accident. I did do yeah. that, by the way. <laughs> what about uh, Tim, Zero? You got anything uh, interesting happen to you guys the past couple of weeks? Um, just more, games, no. Just more quarantine land? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, just real quick, I, I did want to share a quick story, uh, something that uh, me and Trunks kind of went through Uh for the PS5 pre-order. Oh, yeah, it's this. So, we all knew that it was going to be rough, right? It, it yeah. was going to be a thing. So, But, you know, I, I decided I'm still going to try my luck. And, you know, I'm, I'm an old person, so I went about it the old way. And I decided I was going to go up to the store. Get up at uh Yeah, get up at like 8, 8 o'clock and uh, get ready to get going and be up there by, you know, 9 o'clock and wait for them to open at 10, yeah, right? I sold them online the night before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it, it gets better. Yeah. Because we found out they don't open till noon yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so because of quarantine and everything, they, they don't even open until 12. I didn't realize that until about five minutes after getting there. So we sat there with a group of people, made some cool, you know, made some cool friends. It, I mean, it, it reminded me of the old days. <laughs> yeah. When you, you know, when you went to like a midnight release or something, it, that part was awesome. That part was really cool. Well, keep in mind, and uh, I promoted the show. Yeah, keep in mind there's an employee inside throughout this whole thing watching right? us. Yeah, so <laughs> we're out there for about roughly hour and a half, an hour and a half, going on two hours. And throughout the time, I'm thinking in my head like, okay, that they, they haven't come out and told us anything. They haven't said that you know we need to go home, you know, anything like that. So, so that, that's a really good, good sign. We're All like, right, we're, like Hell we're yeah. looking good here, guys. We're gonna get a PS5. Right. Well, about like Trunk said, about about an hour and a half into it, another no. employee comes walking past us. Doesn't say anything un to un us. Unlocks the door, goes inside, locks the door, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so still, we're still we're still just like yeah, everything's good, everything's good. We're like, well, that's that's even better news because he's got to know something, right? <laughs> so yeah, about about literally twenty minutes later, no, I think, no, it was five minutes. They opened the door. Yeah, five <laughs> minutes later, they opened the door, and we're like, oh, here it is. And but keep in mind, now it's twelve o'clock. Now it's twelve o'clock. Yeah. So we're really rare. We're and like, oh we man, got, here we go. And there, there's like. I'm third in line. He's fourth in line. You know, we're like, okay, if nothing else, we're going to both get a pre-order for a system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are in all full, like, full throttle. We're so just we're just hyped about this. And the dude opens the door and... And then, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the guy opens the door. Everybody's just like, you know, just going crazy in, in, in anticipation. Opens the door. Hey, guys, is everybody here for the PS5? Everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we sold out last night at 7 o'clock, so uh, uh, 
we already called Middle Othian, we called Red Oak, we called in, like, just, just completely, not just, you know, putting the knife in, but taking that son of a bitch out and going in and out, in and out with it. <laughs> and we're like, holy it a couple shit. more times. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yep, yep. So, uh. And you... You had a whole bunch of pissed off nerds out there. But did y'all get Mario uh, 3D All Stars or no? No. Oh. Well, that in our defense, that was Thursday zero. Mario was, came was out it? Friday. Yeah, Mario came out that Friday. It oh, I thought it was on the Thursday. No. Nah. But yeah, because so that's our little tell. Um, one guy was behind us going, "Hey, I, I'm here for Mario." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is like, "That doesn't come out till tomorrow, man." <laughs> and uh, everyone else is sitting there like, "No, no, we're here for the PlayStation. What else do you think we're here for? Yeah. What else do you think there'd be a line for? There wasn't a line here for Mario because <laughs> if it was for that, then something's wrong." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that's our little uh, tragic tale of uh, PlayStation Five lore. You, you should have you know, you should have heard the. Uh, the cussing and the oh, anger in that a, car. It was a good time. It was. It was a good time. <laughs> like I said, I promoted the show, and mm. then we talked to people, Yeah, and we had yeah. fun. It was a good time. Man. And then next thing you know, that happened. All <laughs> right, boys. Well, let's go ahead and let's get into our what are we playing, and I guess, Trunks, we'll start with you. I've already said what I was playing. I'm Keeps. playing Dragons, Dogma, and Kingdoms of Amalur. Amalur. Both games are still fun as hell. It's just... I'm going to have to just get down to it and say, I'm going to pick one and beat it. Because yeah. if not, I'm never beating any one of those games. That's probably wise. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am that guy who picks every side quest and does everything in the damn game. Yeah. Those two games is kind of like taking on Oblivion and Fallout 3 at the same time. Yeah. That doesn't sound healthy, man. Don't, the side don't. quests that you can find in those games. Are, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. I'm, I say do it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and Mega Man. if he still had Ghost of Tsushima to get through. And May, oh, and I'm playing Mega Man X, also the the collection. Oh, oh my god. god! All right, Zero. What are you playing? <laughs> uh, I got I got Tony Hawk One and Two. Yes, it's a uh, good stuff, man. I really only probably got to play about five or six hours of it, uh -huh. but, but it's I mean it's just as addicting as it was before. Yeah, man, I agree. Uh, I, I am, man, I am having some trouble with. You know, because you get so used to the old school style and everything like that. And uh -huh. I used to do a lot of uh, grind runs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, f I found that the wall ride trips me up way, way, way too much. Yeah. You know what, dude? I can actually... The uh, physics for it don't work I, quite the same No, anymore. no, because you, you, say if, if you're anywhere near to a wall, and there's a lot of places where there's like a low ledge and the wall's right next to it. Yeah. And you're working, uh, you know, and you're, and you're hitting your, your, you know, crooked grind and you're... Switch into a 50-50 and switch into a board slide. It'll jump up more often than not. Ride. Yeah, you'll hit the wall and it'll in your run, and so it, it's made it hard for me to get like the six scores and everything like yeah. I used to get. So and I I can vouch for you on, on on that because and well and also the manuals, man. Like the manuals aren't as easy to uh, to no, pull they, off as they used to be. Yeah, and I'm and I'm trying to get you know stat points and everything and, and, put, and put it back up exactly. And yeah. it sucks, man, because you, you you heavily. I mean, anybody that's played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, yeah. you heavily rely on manuals and reverts and stuff like that to combos. string. Yeah, 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 to string your combos together. I almost I almost feel like the ollie and the hang time and and the air are are way 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 tuned down to what they used to be because like i remember like because they hadn't added the caveman in that yet had they the where you could get off your board and run no, and continue no, you, your no. combo yeah you can't you can't i think that was that. underground yeah. yeah well it's it's like there's some there's a lot of the elements from underground that are thrown into this you know the reverb the spine transfers mm. all, all that stuff is, is in there but it's like getting the timing down for the for the old school stuff is is way oh. different 
because yeah. like I was trying to do like the the rooftop gap, and that used to be like nothing back in the old game. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And this man, you can barely make it across unless you have, you know, all but you know one of the stats filled up on all three of those. Oh wow. Yeah, man. Uh, it's definitely got its quirks to it, man. Um, it's not. I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be a hundred percent. You know what it was back in the day. But I will say though, man. Uh, as far as Tony Ox Pro Skater One and Two, I am happy that they added the manual and the revert and all that. Because I'm not knocking it. I'm no, no, it's, yeah, it's, no. Ta- it's taking a learning curve. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm nowhere like near. A brand new game. I, I definitely don't feel nowhere near as good as I used to be <laughs> playing that game. I still have fun with it, but yeah. Ha- so ha- have you got to try out uh, um, like the the multiplayer stuff, like graffiti or? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't done any. Of okay, that stuff. it's all the that stuff is 100 percent the exact same. Red versus blue kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's so much fun, man. Yeah, like I said, I've. I've probably only got about maybe like five or six hours, and it tops. You were telling me that, that there was a couple of pieces that you were excited about unlocking. Yeah. What were those? <laughs> well, a lot of the zero decks, man. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's Jamie a, Thomas stuff. Uh, if you get up to like a level of 100 with your character, there's a there's a gold one. <coughs> yeah. And it's just got like, it's gold, zero deck, and it's got like a, uh, like a digital number zero on it. It looks... That's awesome, It's kind of cheesy, but man, I No, I, dude, I no, that's exactly what that game always was, and there's a lot of that stuff in this game. Yeah. That, that's one thing yeah. that you got to love about is that they packed that stuff in there. Yeah, all the logos, all the brands, all, all the old yeah. school stuff, is, it's in there. It's pretty cool. And, and the soundtrack's fucking killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I love the soundtrack, man. Uh, so, uh, who was that one guy? Uh, a Mercules. Couple, Mercules, yeah. I, I, I keep forgetting to note that guy, uh, you know, playing it so that yeah. I, I know who he, who he is whenever he comes yeah, on. Yeah, one but, of the rappers. Yeah, but yeah, the, the soundtrack is stellar, man. I, I'd love to have a vinyl. I, I'd love to have a vinyl of yeah, this. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, man. Really cool, man. Well, uh, I have been playing uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Scare also, but I've also been playing this new game uh, that just came out recently uh, called The Suicide of Rachel Foster. Oh. It just came out on uh, Steam, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and it's 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 very much along the lines of uh, like the, the Vanishing of Ethan Hunt or, uh, or Gone to the Rapture and stuff like that. And, Whew. So is it like just suspenseful, or is yeah, it like? Yeah, uh, if, if I had to, if I had to stick it to something, it's like until dawn. With and I know this doesn't sell it, but it's like until dawn with without as much action. Yeah. It's way more of a kind of a point and click. Uh, it's more of a psychological thriller. discover and understand kind of games. Yeah, it, it's really cool. I'm about three or four hours into it, but man, yeah, really cool game. It, it uh, the aesthetic reminds me of something like a. I don't know if you guys ever played Roll of Rose. It's a like stupid rare game now on the PS2. Oh, on the PS2. Yeah, it's. I, I saw it and I never played it, but now I was I the found same, out. I was the same yeah. kind of guy. I rented it. I never bought it back in the day, but uh, but yeah, it's it's got a feel like that. Just just eerie, just kind of eerie and creepy and, and, and uh, offsetting and, and I'm grimy. Just, just loving, not gorish and, and you know not yeah, right. not violent or anything. Just makes real, you feel uncomfortable. Real gothic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been playing uh, here lately. Tim, what you got? Well, of course, I've been playing uh, Kingdoms of Amalur since I got that. Uh, but also a new game that came out on the 17th on Steam called Medieval Dynasty. Okay. Uh, survival, you know, type game. Uh, starts off... That's a really it, weird title well, for a survival it, game. Well, right? it, in the description, like at the beginning in the prologue, it's, you know, you're the oldest son on a farm and... Everything was fine, you know, going day to day until war came. And the last thing you remember your father saying was, you know, he's pushing you forward and he's saying, run. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Then you remember, you know, as you're off in the woods, you remember a story, 
you travel off to find where your uncle had made a fortune off to the north away from the war and you get there spoiler alert because i mean it's like first thing you find out in the game when you get to the first town is your uncle passed away you can't claim what was his but the guy will give you some land so it's you go out you gather resources you build a house and eventually you make a village and you can like every three days that's a really season yeah so it's like that's a really interesting 12 days is a whole year wow it it goes pretty fast like i'm gonna have to look at this thing different resources and everything yeah you should be able to play it on that computer yeah and what was the name of it again medieval dynasty medieval dynasty see when when i think of that name i think of like I don't know, Age of Empires or something? See, that's the same thing it's I was all, thinking. It's only like 24 bucks on Steam right now. Really? Oh, um, also, there's one game I was going to ask y'all about. Have y'all played it yet? It was Among Us. No. I've been yet. hearing stuff about this game, man. What's going on with that game? Um, it's pretty much you have two killers, and you're on like a space station or something yeah. like that, and um, they're trying to go around and kill everyone off. Yep. Um, it's pretty much like a big game of whodunit. Okay. Yeah, like you can trick people to go look into an airlock and then just be like, Psst, I'm down with that. I mean, that, well, that's I see, oh, I, I don't know how that happened. Well, see, I didn't see that. Uh, most of mine were, you know, you actually walked up on people and like they have little quick uh, animations of like, it's yeah. it, like one of the little spacemen reaching out, snapping his neck or open, like it gets this real big mouth and like uh, aliens you, and, like another yeah. mouth comes out and stabs you or that's crazy. One man. just takes a knife and just starts. Tim, this is really freaking cool looking, actually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it just I heard came it's out like, on the 17th. I heard it's like four bucks for the game. Oh, wow. And all you got to do is you, you mute yourself. Like, you get, like, on Discord or something like that. You mute yourself. You all go through, and you're pretty much trying to guess who done it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, dude, as far as, like, games right now, man, I'm, I'm much like you guys. I'm having to just, like, really pick and choose what I'm playing right now. I mean, I'm still playing, you know, Fall Guys and stuff, you know, just as my extra side game or whatever. Hell, but I try to get y'all on. I try to get you try to figure out. <laughs> <What? laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> I, I tried to get. Uh, I tried to message you one time. I was like, get on this, you know, as you know, throw down the shit. Yeah. And you never answered your damn phone. No, oh, I'm I'm sorry about that. Makes me sad. <laughs> I don't think he's actually sorry. I don't think so either. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get into he's the just news. Coming with his Kojima pillow. So. Our first, uh, our first article is going to be uh, a little D and D news, a little D and D action. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons has released two new subclasses for their upcoming expansion. Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. officially released previews of the Barbarian, Path of the Wild Magic, and Gene Pat- and Genie Patron for Warlocks, both of which will appear in November's Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. A major rules expansion of its fifth edition rule set. The preview was released ahead of D&D Celebration 2020. A weekend-long event celebrating the release of new Icewind Dale, which Zero said you actually picked that up, right? I pick them all up. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so you already have that book. Have you, you you've got to mess with it and all that? You got to look into no, it? No, because literally one of my friends is like, don't look at anything in that book. Oh. He bought it too, and he's going to DM the game. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. you know. I, I, well, that's cool. I've that's seen cool. some of the things yeah. out of it. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of the artwork, but I haven't really. Like, I do need to go in there and check out the classes and stuff yeah. like that, just kind of avoid the story. I'm just I, I, the reason yeah, why I asked some you special spells, but you can't find them until you get certain items later on in the game. Well, right. I, I was just curious if they if they find if they went ahead and did the whole race thing. Or they, if they uh, knocked that's that not, out or no. no, that'll be in Tasha's. 
cauldron of everything. Yeah, okay. That's okay, why okay. they're redoing. They're it, talking it, about redoing where you, some of the rules. You set All up right. your legacy. Oh, okay. it is your character legacy. Okay. So pretty much, you'll choose whatever classic race you want to be, and you can customize stats, switch out skill proficiencies for other skill proficiencies or tool proficiencies. You can switch out weapon proficiencies for tool proficiencies. It's fucking bullshit. Nobody used tools. And, and you know, like, that was one of the things about 5th well, edition that but imagine make if, a whole lot of sense. If you take a fighter class that gets all weapons and a race that comes with, like, inherent martial training of some sort for, like, the dwarves get warhammers and all that. Yeah. Switch that out for toolkits and you've got alchemical supplies, healing supplies, poisoner kits, all that kind of different stuff. Yeah, how many how many players do you know that you play with? Remember everything they got in a Dungeoneer's kit. Okay, uh, like maybe five that you play with on a regular basis that remember that stuff. Two, two. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, two out of three is not really that bad for the diehard D and D people right now. Okay, no, I'm saying though, like. Average players don't like fucking yeah. know. Dude. Like our average group, like I can't even say our average group on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Out of that group, there might be three of us because Jace might know, but past that, yeah, the rest of our players don't know it's in a Dungeoneer's pack. Yeah, yeah. like I, I say, what's the difference between your a Dungeoneer's pack and an Explorer's pack or an Adventurer's pack? Yeah, what was it? Pittance. Yeah, that's about the only difference. <laughs> uh, and it's I, I think, I, like one's yep. got silk and rope, and one's got hemp rope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so they're doing a couple of different things. Um, I, I got a couple of the uh, different bullet points on the changes that they're making on the Wild Magic Barbarian. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for that because I think that's gonna be fucking hilarious. So, so I, I really want to. Play a wild magic barbarian. So the wild magic table receives an overhaul with several effects now triggered with the use of bonus actions instead yep. of being a one time effect. Six level bolstering magic feature called magic reserves in the playtest now has the option of granting a creature of D3 bonus whenever it makes yep. an attack or uh, an attack roll or ability check on, and no longer requires the barbarian to take damage to, to use the feature. And another one, the fourteenth yeah. level control surge. I kinda like that it did damage to the barbarian. And yeah, the, yeah. Fourteenth level control surge allows the barbarian to roll a d8 twice whenever they use wild magic and choose between in two effects listed on the table. So, no, see, a couple that, little things. I disagree with that. Theory, the the damage to themselves could keep their rage going. But see, I I disagree with them rolling and them getting to choose. Yeah. What the wild magic does? No, the DM rolls. The DM should be the one rolling all that. Yeah. Same with like a wild magic sorcerer. Right. You know, the DM should be the only one rolling what happens because if you're putting that in the player's hands, then yeah, you know, when they start kind of learning what's what, they're gonna, they they're gonna some people might fudge yeah. those rolls. To, yeah. Yeah, like once you memorize the table. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh I want I want a forty two I know forty two is good a forty two yeah <laughs> yeah I mean uh, well that is the answer to life and everything mm-hmm. this is true mm-hmm. 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 but it really is but yeah no like the wild mage Don't to tell. <laughs> and the babel fish you got to have a babel fish mm-hmm. but I digress but no like the wild magic barbarian looks like it would be fun 
just for the fact that you know wild mages in general are retarded just yeah some of the stuff they do yeah but having a wild mage barbarian then being able to do some of that same shit yeah like all of a sudden you know he takes more damage from piercing weapons or you know no one on the field can get hurt by you know yeah by uh slashing weapons and what's usually a barbarian uses they they always want to use like great axe or yeah. great swords and those are slashing weapons so yeah yep well uh, they better have a warhammer right <laughs> just like everything i mean when they make changes to to this kind of stuff you know there's going to be stuff that you love and there's probably going you know there's going to yeah. be stuff that you well, don't that, really love well that's that why much. i'm kind of wondering what they're going to be doing with the blade singer mm, that's a good question because blade singer is another one that's going to it it was already in the sword coast adventurer guide like way beginning of 5e okay and is getting redone in tasha's okay oh no yeah so i don't know what they're changing on it that's a good question hopefully not much all right boys let's get into our next it's gonna be the sword from uh, who framed roger rabbit (laughs) oh god damn (laughs) all right boys uh number two you guys remember gamer girl from wells interactive Yes. Last month, you may remember a lot of controversy upon the announcement of an FMV titled Gamer Girl from Wells Interactive. The internet felt the experience was attempting to capitalize the abuse of the female streamers receive in real life. While the portrayal from I'm still, yeah, while the portrayal hmm. from Abby Cakes 99 was deemed harmful and stereotypical. Every official mention of the game was scrubbed from the internet very quickly afterwards, and despite a September 2020 launch date attached to the reveal, neither the developer nor the publisher have commented on the matter since. So, they also haven't scrapped it. So, uh, I just wanted to throw a little update in here from the conversation that we had originally about this game. Is It's definitely not coming out this month. (laughs) It's definitely not coming out this month, but... uh, as far as Wales is concerned, they're, they're saying it's still coming out. So I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know if they're going to uh, clean some stuff up within the game. I mean, Who knows? I, I don't see what they could really clean up. Yeah, because of the situation. I mean, it, it, it's the situation that's offensive. So I mean, it, the whole premise of the game is you are a moderator for someone who feels like they are being stalked by someone in their chat. Yeah. I really hope they um, they go over the edge with it. You yeah. Know? Because like they did with Night Trap. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know how it's supposed to be like, oh, it originally it's vampires. Oh, you can't have vampires. Vampires are evil. And, and then they come out. And, yeah. and then they get like <laughs> the this, trash bag. The, the, uh, I know what you're it, it's, 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 it's like, it's like, like a, a syringe or something. It's a giant ass needle that drains the human of blood and <laughs> it, it looks terrifying. Way it looks worse. fucking yeah. scary. Way worse right. than somebody biting a neck. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, that right. was so funny. So these dregs are, are like, you know... Con, like, like tying this contraption around right your, your throat, neck, yeah. and then you see this spinning, uh, spinning uh, needle just yeah. like yeah. stabbing. It, it into looks like you. A, it looks like a big dog collar with a needle going into you. Yeah. Like, like yeah, the, yeah. the things it, they use to catch like strays and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah, dude. like I mean, it's so. Yeah, it's way worse than somebody biting someone's neck as a vampire. So yeah, I, I hope it, I hope it goes on on that side of the scale. I really, I, I mean, you know me, man. I, I, I'd love for them to just say I, fuck I mean, you, man. I, I find this. the gamer girl thing a whole lot less offensive than other things that are on Netflix. Oh, well, that's because you're a reasonable person. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you yeah. know what I'm referring yeah, absolutely to. Absolutely, yeah. I know what you're referring to. Cuties the, on Netflix. Yes, we can film. say it. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't make the fucking French movie, you know? It's not our thing. But yeah, that, that that's definitely weird. 
I understand art and uh, and freedom of art and freedom of expression. Yeah, and you think that's bad? You see this movie, Kids? <laughs> oh my oh, God, God no, Kids, no, dude! Porno with Sanubius. <laughs> Where did that did did that air on TV at some point or something? No. There's no way yes. that aired on TV. Yeah, no, it, it aired on uh, HBO. Is that where it was came? it HBO? It was I HBO. thought it was just in theaters. And no, it was, was on like HBO underground after that, dude. And I mean, how old were all of they? Like, I mean, Rosario Dawson was fourteen. I know that. Jesus, dude, yeah. that's crazy, man. Dude, that movie is that's probably the deepest movie besides, like, I guess, Requiem of a Dream. <laughs> that's yeah, a really, yeah, dude, yeah. that's dude, a really uh, deep movie, dude. I think Demi Moore was like sixteen and then lied to a photographer over in France when she was doing modeling and wound up doing topless modeling. Oh, okay. At some point. Well, yeah. Long time ago, so. As Demi Moore does. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, no, like, this game should come out. I, I'm really, I think this game should come out, because, honestly, it, it's nothing overly bad about this game. It's just people are. Yeah, well, you're not a girl. Yeah, true. I don't know, man. I mean, I hope it does, like like I said, uh, but this is because. I mean, the, the whole FMV thing has, has always been, you know, one of my favorites. To, you yeah. know, Night Trap, uh, Phantasmagoria, stuff like that. And I was really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm surprised. I, as, as far as I know, the, you're, you're playing, I mean, you're playing a, a protagonist that's helping her yeah. against hackers, against these, the, yeah, some you, guys, some You're stalker. helping her against the stalker. Now, if well, you were, Well, I mean. Go ahead, Zero. You could be, you know, pretty much. You can go the opposite, her into yeah. the opposite direction too. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of the yeah. What you, what yeah, because I, I guess that's a good point. That's so, a good point. How about this? Take out all the stuff where you're going the wrong way and just well, it's not a choice anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, then they dude. don't want to be a choice though. They want to. So just well, that's give, politics. Yeah. I think give them what you <laughs> turn what, turn it into a learning experience and make it like Bandersnatch. Maybe, where when you screw up. It goes back in time. Or just, like, hire a whole bunch of, like, you know, yeah. scumbags to break into people's house when they make the wrong decision to, like, beat them. What if, uh, like, <laughs> at the end of the game, you find out the stalker was, like, Mavis Beacon, and the only way out of it is to type, like, 14 paragraphs 100% correctly, or she dies? Oh, goddamn. I don't get the reference. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, not, dude, because you were homeschooled, man. I keep forgetting that. Well, you don't have to say it like it's an insult. <laughs> no, 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 zero. No, dude, come on. That's not what I meant. Stop. Damn. All right. All right, boys. Let's get into our next little... Uh, here's, a, here's a fun little lighthearted article. Let's, let's get back up to back up to positivity. What, Gamer Girl wasn't that lighthearted? <laughs> all right. It seems that Lego is gearing up to help many children that suffer from being visually impaired with an all-new project in the form of Braille Bricks. In an article via IGN, they state Braille Bricks is a new method of play designed to help children with vision impaired develop new skills and learn the Braille writing system. After a successful pilot scheme launched in late 2019, Lego Braille Bricks has now launched in seven countries, partnering with Sight of Loss organization in Brazil, Denmark, France, Germany, Norway, UK, and the USA. Lego plans to account for 11 languages across 20 countries by early 2021 and has prepared a website full of suggested activities for how children and educators can use Lego Braille Bricks to learn the writing system. I'm going to hell for this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> because I was like, if kids go pick up Lego Bricks, uh, why does it say A, 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 all the way across the top? <laughs> oh, dude. I, <laughs> what the fuck? No, I get it. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to hell. I know it, but as soon as you start <laughs> saying Trump, it, come on, man. But at the same time, it's like, okay, so what side of the brick do they have it on, and <clears throat> how big is like? 
All right, so it says... Some of those Lego pieces are really small. How do they... Yeah, it says each toolkit will have 300-plus Lego Braille bricks covering the full alphabet in the chosen language, numbers 0 through 9, and select mathematical symbols and punctuation marks. I always wanted to learn Braille because I was always wondering what uh, uh, those bumps on the areolas meant. (laughs) All right, so no more articles involving kids in the JTOS podcast. All right. Now we know, hey, and knowing is half the battle. I was seriously wondering how you just <laughs> shut up. Well, uh, all right, number three. I'm just saying, it, would be, it would be pretty difficult five. with small pieces. PlayStation Five. Don't like, we aren't allowed to say small pieces involving children anymore. Oh, God. PlayStation Five. Last week, PlayStation fans finally got to answer got the answers we've been waiting on for months. PlayStation's latest showing included new titles such as Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, and even a tiny peek at a newly confirmed God of War slated for PS5 next year. Fans also got a better look into Spider-Man and Bluepoint's upcoming Demon Souls. And of course, the big bomb oh, was yes, finally yes, unveiled. And yes. the, the, apparently that's a, a launch title. Mm-hmm. The PS5 nice. will run you at will run you a set four ninety nine ninety nine for the physical disc version and three ninety nine ninety nine for the all digital. The Demon Souls is just a remake, though, right? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's all Blue Point really does is uh, is remakes. And there's a lot of PS but Plus really, stuff launch day. Oh yeah, talk about it. What's coming uh, out? I on think PS there's Plus? like twenty three titles. Uh, I know the pretty much everything the that's Uncharted be, Collection, Infamous. Yeah. Just about any of the collections they've done on PS on Plus. Yeah. yeah. Now, he, he, here's the argument that an Xbox fan is going to throw at you. How does that compare to Game Pass? Hmm, not sure. I don't have Game Pass. Yeah, I don't have Game Pass either. I'm not <laughs> getting Game Pass. I'll tell you, okay. I'm, I might get it from my PC. Here's what Game Pass is. And this is just the bottom of, I mean, just getting to the bottom of it, boiling everything down, this is what it is. Now, what the argument's going to be is how does it compare to Game Pass? And because they're like, oh, well, there's like 120 games on Game Pass. Yeah, but didn't they just take like Red Dead Redemption 2 off? Yeah, and, and not not just that. If you're if you're really honest with yourself, how many how many of those games are you really going to be playing? I don't know. I lie to myself all the time. <laughs> Stop looking in the mirrors there. I already told you, dude. It's not going to help you. One mirror. <laughs> <laughs> dude, all right. So no, but, but for real, man, out of 120 games, you're going to play like two or three out of all of them. I'll probably play more than that if I had you know, a Game Pass. You know, I mean, you know, let's see. Uh, what would I, I need Game I get what you're saying because, because all That's the downloads. Chief Collection? No, I already bought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the downloads that I've got from PSN and everything, they just sit there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. It's the same beast. But they're yeah, free. It's, it's, it's the yeah, same Yeah, they, they are for. free. Yeah, but you. I'm, you just a, I'm, I'm a fucking digital hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, trust me, I know. That's, well, why, I, mean, that's why I have a two now, terabyte hard drive in my PS4. Yeah, but nowadays they kind of grew. I would hate to see like your Steam collection just like on the back burner. Like stuff you don't play, for like, right? like haven't even Steam, touched. Not so much. Yeah, but because of Epic Games, I do have a pretty big. Uh, I just got into that, and I've got because like five the free games, games that, that you play, get yeah. off of there are so insane. Y'all should play Dauntless, and I will jump on with y'all. God damn it! So what yeah. did y'all think about I got Final the whole Fantasy art collection? Hey, you know what? what Since you bring in, you're bringing up Final Fantasy and remake and everything like that, yeah, uh, I was reading or I was watching a, a video talking about like some of the big, the biggest spoilers of last year, yeah, and they actually said that Zach is alive. Like that part showed that it wasn't Zach dying in that battle. We're showing Zach is actually alive. Really? 
Where'd you find that at, Zero? I mean, you, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Like, <laughs> scrolling mind-numbly, yeah. you know, yeah. mind-numbly so through. 2 a.m. So, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, the Zach walk is up alive. to the random video on Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it, was like, it was like 10 different spoilers over the past year that yeah, are pretty yeah. badass. That's awesome, You dude. know what? Yeah. If Zach is alive, I am cool with that, because yeah. I like Zach. I'm completely yeah, fine I'm, with that. I'm fine with it, too. I was just I was just like, how did he how did he get that? And then he, and, and it went back and it showed the video where, like, I remember the video now. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, the little guy comes up and he's just like popping Zach in the body. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. All right, so that didn't happen in the show of Zach carrying Cloud off. Like I remember the cutscene in the remake yeah. where they right, right. shows where him carrying cloud, cloud, off. cloud off. Right, but that apparently that was displaying that Zach didn't die in the battle. Yeah. He fought everybody in one. That's really, dude. I have no problem with that, man. Like that's yeah. really like if that's one of the little extra, you know, add-ons or or, or twists that they were talking about, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. With, man. with that's, uh, that's fate cool. being changed, fate yeah. being changed. Yeah. Now I don't know what that now. says about Crisis Core. Is Crisis Core still going to no, be? A, no, like that's the thing. That was all still in the past, but this is in the past of this timeline. That's so. See, I, and I love that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I know a lot of people would like be like, "What the fuck, dude?" I, I mean, don't love. Granted, I love what as a doing. fan. So we still multi timeline theory. No, I do. I love the whole dream within a dream thing. Like that, that, that's really cool. But like, uh, like uh, what's name said, you're still going to have the Final Fantasy you remembered. All that stuff is canon. Yeah. All you know, yeah, yeah everything from Dirigus Herbus is real. Everything happened. Avid, real. Avid children. I still all that. Play that. I have it on the shelf. I haven't even played it. Yet. All that is still real. There's a lot but of, now a lot of fake walls in that fucking game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but now we're gonna have this new seven. Is a whole new storyline and do something different. Well, yeah. well, I've heard this seven takes place after Advent Children and all of it. So yeah. Well, see, that makes no sense. It does make sense. No, it doesn't. Oh, Just God. for the fact <laughs> that Cloud Cloud looks nothing like the Advent Children Cloud. Tim, he, Tim, he, j- j- just get out of the way, dude. They're about to start. And he should have. He, if he has that one, his Buster Blade. He should have the multi bladed Buster Blade, and he doesn't have Where's that. Popcorn, uh, you know. <laughs> Did you bring the popcorn? No. <laughs> uh, you, you got five swords in that game. I brought the red vine. Yeah, but you don't have the. <laughs> so, but you still don't have the you know the Buster Blade that can that you do yet. the multi. Yeah. Which is true. You don't have the fin rear either. I mean, you haven't seen Yuffie, so. This is yeah. true. All right, gun to your head, man. Gun to your head. <laughs> if you got to meet one celebrity, one male celebrity, somebody you've always wanted to meet, and got to have a five minute conversation with them, but. At the end of the conversation, they're gonna take their hand and shove it down your pants butt side. Ryan Reynolds. Oh wow! You know what? Bruce Lee. <laughs> that fits. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, Tim. Hmm. This went from games to. Can we yeah. start with the hand in the pants first? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Fingers go everywhere. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> Mine would probably be Keanu Reeves. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> Kong, I, would have, I, would, I would say Joe, uh, probably, probably Gary Gygax. That's a good one too. Interesting. Necro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, you didn't what, say they had to be current. I said Bruce Lee. He's All dead, right, so boys. All right. And just a couple of tidbits before we finish off the news. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake is now the fastest selling iteration in franchise history. Yeah, well worth it. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Like that, and so yeah, and uh, with the little tidbits that I picked up on zero, that question that you asked, man, like, hey, do you think that you think they're gonna make? You know, dude, I, it's almost like a hundred percent positive. That I hope, I hope it's just like down, downloadable expansions because that would yeah. be fucking perfect. Yeah, but I, well, and and this is all new new stuff, so you can't trust any of this. But of course, somebody's talking about them going towards a storyline in their next game. 
a la Tony Hawk's yeah. Underground or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how necessary that is either. I like the expansion idea, like you yeah. said. Like, just, just keep adding just stuff keep, to it. Yeah, just add, just add a new level. Yeah, just, just add new more. We already get to play each other's levels and stuff. It'd be nice to have some, like, like old school, never soft, you know, like crazy stuff, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and, of course, unlockable. That's one thing that game definitely needs more of is unlockable skaters. Because as of right now, there is only two. And it's nowhere near enough. Yeah. I want, like, Crash Bandicoot. I want, like, Spider... Well, I don't know if they can get Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. Like, I Wolverine. Mean, Bam, you can bring Bam. Bam. <laughs> I, liked, oh, I liked Bam. I, I, lo- I loved Bam. Grown- Dude, I don't want to see him nowadays, though, man. It's just a sad story. Oh, he's doing better. Is he? Yeah, he'll probably oh, that's fuck good. up again, I'm, but uh, <laughs> he's doing better. I don't pay like, attention he, to I, him, I know so. he went to rehab. And, when and, Steve-O <laughs> is doing better than you are... <laughs> hey, did you not see the point where Steve-O was, like, stuck up on a billboard? Yeah. I think that was, like, two or three weeks ago, man. Yeah, but I, that was for his new show. Yeah, but yeah. He's, yeah, it's for sh- he's, so, he's sober doing it, so it's okay. It's okay. Now. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's, like, stone-cold sober. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then, just at the very end of it, because we talked about this uh, a couple episodes back, too, Mass Effect 3 Trilogy is officially coming to PS4. It, that's going to be a thing now. Well, who okay. cares? <laughs> I might right, play it, but... I saying, if I want to play a Bioware game, I'll either play Dragon Age or... Yeah, I, just, I like. But I want a chance to play. Uh, I, w- I would rather play Kotor. Period. No, I, well, yeah, that dude. That that's just a hundred percent. That is given, something man. they need to like really remaster for the. I don't consoles. know why. The only thing I can think of is license. That's why they haven't yeah. even touched yeah, on Lu- it yet. Well, yeah. because Disney buying out Lucas and everything. Yeah, but I've heard George go. Lucas wants back. Yeah. Damn. And, oh. he, and he wants full control. Like, like well, and they they may they the, may g- actually wind up doing that because I'm pretty sure they're going to wind up firing Kathleen Kennedy probably because of the last trilogy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, boys. Uh, one more article that actually broke yesterday, and uh, you you guys already know what I'm talking about. So Microsoft yeah. buys Bethesda for seven point five yeah. billion. Yes, they bought Zenimax, the parent company. Which also controls some other developers. $7.5 billion. Billion. When they bought the... One million. When they bought the developers of Minecraft... Dollars. Keep in mind, when they bought the developers of Minecraft, I yeah. think it was like two no point... Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was like two point something billion, right? They just dropped 7.5, man. But remember, they also didn't make Minecraft exclusive, people. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah man, they're that, not that, going to... That, just because they bought this doesn't mean they're, they're going didn't. to... Minecraft went on everything after yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. Cell phones and fucking yeah. everything. Cell phones, see, they're, Switch, they're not going to PS4. What do you think gonna, What do you think the plans are? I mean, what's going on here? Make money. Well, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're going to whore them out. See, uh, how are they going to execute it? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm how, wondering, is this going to make Microsoft better? Bethesda better? Or well, it can't not. Works? It can't not make And this is a PlayStation fanboy talking here, man. It can't not make Microsoft better. I mean, they they own a huge company. I don't know. Bethesda has a lot of bugs. Hell, they but they they sat there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good point. But that's, but with Microsoft budget, man, they could fucking yeah, true. That's people true to, to too. Work yeah. on the bugs. I think the, the thing is, so like you look at uh, like they own Lionhead Studios, and look how they did. They ran that to the ground. No, I don't know if Microsoft was the one that ran that to the oh, ground. Yeah, I think Lionhead. Lionhead was Peter Molyneux. Yeah. Four. Wasn't Lionhead? I, I don't think Lionhead's involved with that though. I don't. Well, well no, not Lionhead, Lionhead was the developer for Black and White, right? The, the game on PC, the, the God game or whatever. Yeah. Black and White, yeah. Black and White Two. Yeah, no, dude, they they were never managed very well. I can tell you that, man. I, I remember following them back in the day, and 
Yeah, what was like the the the, the connect fable was like it was their yeah, last one, God. wasn't it? Like, yeah, that was like. And then they had the fable like was it like fable legends or something like that? They were yeah, there was they fable had that, legends. And then but they when you have to kill it pub games, but when you yeah. have big boys, and once again, like you said, this is a mean that we're never going to see these games on the PlayStation or anything at all. But when you have control over big boys like ID. You know, with yeah. the, uh, with uh, Doom, Doom and uh, uh, do they do Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein yeah. yeah, Doom, Wolfenstein, and, Fallout, and then you, okay, uh, and, and here's a big Elder one too. Scrolls. They also bought Arcane Studios yes. with that, and Arcane Studios, as we know, has Dishonored Prey, but yes. they also have the new upcoming Deathloop. Yep, Deathloop, uh, which is supposed Bethesda's to be Starfield, which has now been said to be a timed exclusive mm-hmm. for PlayStation, not an exclusive, and and this is a big one too, Tango GameWorks. They were the ones that made the Evil Within series. Uh, it's, it's Shinji Mikami's, uh, you yeah. know, gig, and they were about to come out with the also PS5 exclusive Ghostwire. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I mean, Death I don't know. Lube, Ghostwire. It sounds like made up name. <laughs> no, 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 they're, they're actually they're real. But the thing is, though, are you calling collusion? Um, Ghostwire is not going to sell well on the Xbox. It won't. Why are you hating? It won't. It'll be fine. I mean, it will not. I don't know. Did the Evil Within two sold fine on Xbox? But the thing is, though. Games like different the, like, fan base. Japanese games don't sell well on Xbox. I don't know if that's true. Or not. I mean, yeah, I, I at, okay. at a glance you show you me. Would, uh, tell me a Japanese. Okay, that's a, that's I know. An argument right I, there, I know right? that I know that Japanese games did not sell well on a Xbox 360. It, they did not. I don't know if they did or not on Xbox One. I can't name a I, name. I, okay, name a Japanese developed game on three on, on Xbox. Uh, was it Xbox One that sold well? I mean, because everything that everyone ever says about Xbox is Call of Duty or, you know, a first person shooter. Yeah. Call of Duty. I don't know, because I got Bloodborne on it. Halo, that's Titanfall. Not, I mean, not Bloodstained. Yeah, I would say Bloodborne's. You might not be trunks. Exclusive. You might have a really good case, because. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not I much. Mean, <laughs> there's not much. You, there, everything's there is, very. There, uh, there was a lot of logic in his statement. and Yeah. Now, I don't even see any really big JR. Well, okay, Stranger of Sword City. I don't know what the hell that is. Everything else is very generic. Bayonetta and, you know, uh, uh, Dark Souls and... And Bayonetta went to Switch. Yeah. yeah. You might have a good point. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, not so, saying you're so right. So much for the family rating for Switch. <laughs> yeah, because Bayonetta yeah, I mean, is they, not family. They've got more stuff on there. Or, yeah. uh, not got a war. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Resident Evil... Well, yeah, Resident Evil, but uh, yeah, Capcom, uh, Capcom, Darksiders, Darksiders, they've got Darksiders on Switch. But yeah, like I said, was this any kind of Japanese? No, no, no. Like I said, any Japanese game? Dishonor was Arcane. No, yeah, Arcane is not a Japanese company. Any Japanese company will not sell well on Xbox because Capcom uh, sells on Xbox. That's yeah. Yeah, the, uh, Capcom's a pretty good contender but on Xbox. Capcom's like a big name game too, a big name game company too. Well, it's still a Japanese company, but still, like I said, most Japanese games will not sell well on the Xbox because everyone goes for Xbox for the first person shooters. Like Jordan, do you think a bunch of people on Xbox would have bought Bloodborne if they could have? I don't know that man because um, do, see, you say that, but I mean. It, See, you people say that, that Tim, with but Windows but and plenty, Xbox had a chance to get Dark Souls, and it's that style of game. And no one. So, and Dark Souls. I don't Souls. know that people don't play like a ton of people don't play Dark Souls on Xbox One. No, 
majority of Dark Souls players aren't console at all. Okay, They're all I, PC. I mean, I, when it comes to I assume that you, you, PC you players would have loved to have yeah Bloodborne. Which well, and I feel like with with PlayStation kind of like you know here and there trickling out their exclusives, they might get it at some point. All right, boys. Well, that is it for the news for uh, episode fifteen. Let's and go. An argument. <laughs> <laughs> I had to break up that little yeah little, little battle you guys are starting up. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into our Rut Row Retro. This episode's Rut Row is the beloved Princess Bride. It had a budget of sixteen million and brought in thirty point nine million with the box office. So. Pretty modest, uh, but still a success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Princess Bride is a 1987 American fantasy adventure comedy film directed and co-produced by Rob Reiner, director of such films as Spinal Tap, a 1984 American mockumentary film of the fictional English heavy metal band Spinal Tap. Fun fact, I didn't know that was a fake band. Really? I seriously oh, didn't know that, that was a fake band. Uh, yeah, that that whole thing is. When I read that, awesome. I, I went directly to Google and I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, I thought I thought that was a real band. <laughs> you know, uh, Harry Shearer can actually play though. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. Wow, dude. Actually, all of those guys are, are pretty good musicians. Yeah. But, but I need to watch the. So, uh, have you seen it recently? That movie? That, that mockumentary? I watch it religiously. Oh yeah. Yeah. I need to watch it. Man, I need to watch it again. I, I remember seeing it whenever I was younger, but. Yeah, no, I, I seriously thought they were a real brand this whole this, this whole time, and it's pretty sad. He also directed one of my top favorite films, Stand By Me, based on Stephen King's 1982 novel, The Body, which I completely forgot Rob Reiner directed Stand By Me. And yeah. uh, that's definitely that, that's definitely going to be uh, a rut row in the future. I love that movie, man. Um, okay. He's also known for many other films. But, uh, yeah, but uh, Rob Reiner, who had been enamored with Goldman's book ever since he was given it as a child from his father, Carl, Carl Reiner. Realized he wanted to make the film. At, I'm sorry, guys. He realized he wanted to make the film adaptation after successfully demonstrating his filmmaking skills with the previously mentioned two releases. The film was first released in the United States on September 25th, in 1987, and was well received by critics at the time, but was only a modest box office success, like we had just mentioned. Over time, the film has become a cult classic. Yeah. So yeah, boys. Uh, uh, the Princess Bride. Uh, I just I just watched this. Pretty much, I'm, I'm gonna say for the first time uh, two nights ago because I the last really? the last time I saw this movie and dude, this is why I love this segment so much also, and this is why I like you know, when you when you guys come up with this or that yeah. or whatever because I I'm just discovering stuff, man. Uh, again, I watched this movie when I was like nine or something, but did I remember it even? No, I sure as hell didn't appreciate it. So, but yeah, man, I, um, this one really hit home, man. Uh, this is a movie that. I consider being a very close replica of the spirit of what joysticks, tabletops, and the short stories were. When I created the Facebook page originally, this is the feeling I had that I wanted to try to capsulize. You know, uh, okay. you have the little kid playing a video game. He's sick at school, and you know he's just kind of you know yeah. in his own world. And his grandpa comes in with a storybook with all this you know crazy cool lore and you know fantasy like all of that put together is what it, it that's what jtos means to me that that's the 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 essence that you know i i try to run after yeah. with this kind of stuff and this movie does a really good job 
capsulizing that. It, is, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not too long. It's not too, you know, and it's also not too goofy. You know, like, this isn't, you know, Men in Tights. This isn't Robin Hood Men in Tights. Right. This is a completely Same different. actor. I hate to even call it a parody, man, because there's so much heart in this in, I mean, it, in it this really movie. wasn't a parody. It's not a parody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're not even going to call it a parody, but it, it's an amazing comedy, man. I, I, lo- I love it. I can't wait to talk about it with you boys. But, uh, and honestly, it, it's D&D. It's a D&D yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It is completely a D&D game. And the inclusion of Fred Savage, I'm not going to lie, dude, that, <laughs> that that just warmed my heart. I don't know what it is about this little kid besides the fact that my son has kind of a resemblance to Fred Savage because he's got this, like, <laughs> goofy face and, you know, the, the, the fluffy hair and everything. And, I mean, uh, and just like kind of like this kid in the movie, he's kind of a shithead. And it, just, just Fred Savage just kind of reminds me of uh, of Grayson. And I, obviously, I grew up with Wonder Years and stuff like that. So right. yeah. I love seeing Fred. I just love seeing Fred Savage in these movies whenever we, we come across them. And yeah, really cool, man. So yeah. Um, how, how did you guys feel about when you when, when was the I'll put it this way. When was the last time you guys watched this movie before uh, Rut Row? I'll say about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Tim? Probably about 12 to 15, somewhere yeah. around there. Zero. Yeah, probably about five to six months ago. I, I, I watched this one on, on a regular rotation. Okay, cool. Heavily. And, uh, and, at least watching full movie, yeah. And it very well deserves it. Man. But like, I have I seen a lot of clips and all that time? Oh, yeah, yes. I think my sister, is she she gets a copy of it like every year for her birthday because she wears out like the DVD or the Blu-ray or whatever. Really? Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> when, when, we that's, watched that's it, when we watched it this week, I called her over, hey, I'm watching it. And, yeah. and she comes over and we watch it together. Excellent. I've, I, I saw this movie when I was like six, man, yeah. five or six. And, and we've just watched it over the years, over and over and over again. I remember getting it from the library when they had VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. And we burned that copy up, and we had to replace it. Oh, And so we real. got our own at the same time. So it was... Let's see. I, re- I remember the first time, you know, someone telling me about the Princess Bride, you know, Princess Bride, and I was just like, I'm not going to watch this. This looks like a chick flick. Yeah. And I remember for the longest time, I refused to watch it. Yeah. See, what kept me away from it was, in my mind, whenever I thought of the movie Princess Bride, I was thinking of just a spoof. I was thinking of just some kind of like, you know, goofy Wayne's Brother-esque, you know, script that, that, that that's just making fun of stuff, right? Like, right, but, right. I shouldn't say Wayne's Brother. Like, Monty Python, I guess, is a better example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, 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 I bundled and that actually, up. And that's what pops up in the search on uh, Netflix, and it, is it, like Monty Python it's, And it's just stuff. not. It, it's not that at all, man. No. Like, this is a very cool story that takes itself just serious enough, and it's it's got the comedy, and it's, I mean, the writing's great. I love yeah. it. I, I love it. It's, it's really good stuff, man. I'm... I don't know, man. I can't say enough about this movie. All right, so the film begins with a sick boy from Chicago playing a video game in his bed when his grandfather comes to read a book to him. Atari 2600, too, if you look yeah. at the what game? What game was it? Did, it was, it was uh, baseball. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. While initially... Tech dis- mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Nintendo, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 While initially dismissive of a, of, the, of a story that contains kissing, which is... That, that that was kind of cringe every time the kid like just like Ew, oh, come on grandpa <laughs> the boy listens as his grandfather reads the remainder of the film depicts the story in the book's fictional universe occasionally interrupted by conversations between the boy and his grandfather so that, yeah. that, that that's the premise of what we're about to you know get when, when you sit down and watch this movie Re- really before you get into the story go ahead you got to look at his room man he had everything need, yeah from like that era, he had a, a Judge Dredd shirt hanging hanging yep. over one of the chairs. Uh, Legion of Superhero DC comics. Yeah, yeah. There was a Captain America. 
There was, uh, I mean, like little checkers games. I remember getting these checkers games, like in you know stocking stuffers. Yeah, oh, and he yeah, had he had all the little travel ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little travel checkers. Do you games. see what I'm? Yes. Yeah, so, so you guys see what I mean whenever I tell you like the essence of this uh, of this movie is just there on on what we work on for yeah. Jack. Oh yeah, no, you know, completely. Like everything che- you know everything checks off in this movie, and I love it, man. And, and, it, and everything that Zero just mentioned, I probably noticed like subconsciously. And I was, it just, it just, and like, just brings it all in, man. And I love it. I love it. He's wearing a Cubs yeah. jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so the movie starts out with a beautiful young woman uh, named Buttercup. Buttercup is played by Robin Wright, which I think she... She was in the Black Wonder Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, was uh, she, who's she in Black? And she still looks great, by the way. Uh, Not Hippolyta, but like the, the, the yeah. general... Oh, was that was that dude, was her, wasn't it? Dude, she's got awesome. eight, eight primetime Emmy awards. What shows has she been on? No idea. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I couldn't name it. Primetime. Yeah. I still think it's cool that she's still doing shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and and it's like I said, man. Like she looks great, dude. So she still looks great. She was on a uh, uh, House of Cards. Was a uh, mm. one of the more recent ones. I'm sure that she got some some. Uh, Awards off of that. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, she'll be in that. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. That's another one I can't wait to see. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, yeah uh, so it opens up with a, a beautiful woman named Buttercup. She lives on a farm in a fictional kingdom of Florin. And if you guys didn't know, Florin was pretty much the, the scenery or, or what this realm is or whatever. It was yeah. pretty much cut in half between uh, England and uh Ireland, sorry. So yeah, yeah, I, I would say it looked like Ireland. Yeah, so yeah. so uh, some of it was England, some of it was Ireland, and th- that's what they used to kind of construct this, you know, fictional world of of, uh, of Florin. But yeah, so uh, whenever she instructs the farmhand Wesley, which I dude, I love this actor. By the way, Karen what Hughes. what else? Yeah. yeah, what else has he been in, man? Robin, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Uh, Doctor Lawrence. Oh yeah, he was in the Saul films. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, I, I love this. I don't know what I don't know what it is about uh, like maybe it's just his smile alone or something, man. But he, I mean, he's just a really, really comfortable presence. You know he's what I mean? Very charismatic. Yeah, yeah I love it, man. And he, obviously, he, he's he's super funny too. So yeah, so uh, he complies and answers to as you wish. She eventually realizes that he truly means "I love you," and that she loves him in return. He leaves to seek his fortune so they can marry. But his ship is attacked by the dead pirate Robert. Uh, sorry, Dread. guys. Dread, Dread. pirate Robert. Don't really fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that I'm just going to sit in the wings and correct you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that's completely fine. You're very well invited to do that. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Dread Pirate Roberts, who is infamous for never leaving survivors. And Wesley is believed dead. So... From that point, where we're at that point, you're just jumping five years into the into the future. Then, right? Like, yeah, right. there's yeah. nothing really to be said in between that time. It kind of just wants you to just start out right here. There's no reason to understand what happened to Buttercup after that. Does the movie explain though at any point how she came about being the like being picked to to be the queen? Yeah. So the king, it's his right to choose his queen from amongst whoever. Yeah. So he finds her. She's hot. He's like, all right, you win. Pretty yeah, much that's where it lies, yeah. yeah. It was probably one of those. He was out hunting because he was apparently the greatest hunter in all the lands. Yeah. So he was probably out hunting, saw her out on her horse ride because that was her favorite thing to do. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you're Okay, hot. yeah, see, that would make sense. Um, yeah, that definitely, that, that definitely checks out. 
Okay, so uh, yeah, so five years later, Buttercup is forced into marriage to the Prince Humperdinck, played by uh, Chris Sarandon. And I love this guy too, by the way. I I, I, I love this actor, man. He was in uh, Fright Night. He was yeah. in uh, he was the detective in Child's Play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was also the speaking voice of Jack Skellington in the Nightmare Before Christmas. He just, mm-hmm. you know, very versatile. Yeah, very versatile. Well, uh, I'm actor, sure Jodan man. recognized that voice after how many times. Oh he's my had to see yeah, the movie. Dude, <laughs> I can't fucking, I can't do any more Nightmare Before Christmas. I just can't do it. <laughs> and it's a great movie. It is a great movie. And it's I know he's going to Super I, Mario you, Brothers. I'll tell you that. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming somewhere. <laughs> At some point, every episode. <laughs> He just caught you with that one. He just came out with the side of the hook. <laughs> All right. Heir to the throne of Florin. Before the wedding, she is kidnapped by three outlaws. A short Sicilian boss named Vizzini. Uh Vizzini was uh, Rex in, in Toy Story. That's where I primarily know him. Obviously, he's from a lot of a other lot things. Of yeah. He's yeah. kind of a voice of our of our generation, man, like growing up. But he's been yeah. in all... Wasn't he in... Wasn't he in a Ducktail or not Ducktails? Uh, Chippendale wasn't he like a main character in Chippendale? Mm. I, you know, he did a lot of Disney stuff. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Princess Bride. I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, he he was James Hall in Clueless. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the teachers. Yeah, in yeah, Clueless. yeah. He, he he's got a pretty cool background, man. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, containing a short Sicilian boss named Vizzini, a giant from Greenland named Fezzik, which is played obviously by Andre the Giant. Yep. Um, very cool little casting uh, role right yeah. there. And I, I love that. I love that he's in the movie. He's just another one of those presents that you see him, and it kind of just makes you know makes you Once even you, though he's yeah. this massive you know being, he just makes you comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Andre the Giant obviously passed away uh, not too much after, not too much later than this film. Is that is that correct? Uh, I think he passed away in mid nineties. Oh, did yeah. he? So yeah. so he lived a little bit longer. Yeah. From what I heard, he actually had. So he, there, there was a surgery he could have had that he just kind of opted out on. Yeah, uh, he was always in a lot of pain. And but they said yeah. he was. But he was also a big alcoholic too. Well, well he, he yeah. drank oh, because yeah. of the pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the big show, actually, because um, the, obviously they're kind of in the same realm of each other. But the big show did opt in for the surgery, and I mean, from what I'm hearing, he's doing completely fine now. But but he's. But I guess Andre did. To- or was that just for the wrestling? I don't thing? think he was related. Yeah, I don't think they were because related. They, apparently in the wrestling show they were supposed to be related. In mm-hmm. WWE they were supposed to be related. I don't know how much that is true in real life, but yeah, no, I, 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 I yeah, Todd, yeah. Todd would definitely know. Caught fun of friend right now. <laughs> He's probably passed. That out. was the worst sound effect <laughs> I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> Anyways, get to Mandy Patinkin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, John from the named Fezzik and a Spanish fencing master named Inigo Montoya. Montoya. Inigo Montoya, obviously made, or, uh, played by Manny Patinkin. What else is he big in? Because uh, I, he's he's probably my favorite of Criminal Minds, man. He was in yeah. Criminal Minds for years was he? and years and years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inigo Montoya. But he's uh, actually he's actually big uh, on Broadway and stuff like that. He's, yeah. I, I think he's got... A bunch of Tonys and stuff like that. Well, Inigo Montoya is obviously a, a household name. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely some, a name that everybody knows. And it's such a, you know, once again, just another, and that, that's what makes this movie so great, is that all, each one of these characters that we just listed off is 100% memorable. Oh, yeah. Each one, you know, is necessary to the movie, but you're going to remember them forever, you know? like I, And I love that. I love that. Yeah, so a Spanish fencing master named Inigo Montoya who seeks revenge against a six-fingered man who killed his father. 
The outlaws are pursued separately by a masked man in black, which, I mean, come on, we all kind of knew uh, that was Wesley. Don't fucking spoil it. <laughs> no, it's Dread Pirate. It's the Dread Pirate it's Roberts. Just Dread Pirate Roberts. I, and I love the twist they added to that, too. That was really cool. And, uh, yeah, in black, in Prince Humperdinck with a complement of soldiers. Wait, hold on. The outlaws yeah. are pursued separately by a masked man in black and Prince Humperdinck with a complement of soldiers. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so there's the, the kind of the start of, of, of what's happening here. Uh, the ill scene, I like. I thought that was really cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it was so it was, that ill was so it, it was so looking, choppy. It was so choppy, but it was so it fun, was so dude. good though. Still, it, it was it was fun, man. Terrifying when you're a kid. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The shrieking eel is in there. But I it, uh, so like I like the grandpa when he's like reading the lines and the and the characters are like. Lip syncing the grandpa's lines, yeah, 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 and everything yeah. To it. That was a nice yeah. little touch, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Like Dude, he's I, like he's catching up in the book, and he's like, "Oh, that's the Tree yeah. Hills Princess," <laughs> you know, and and you're still hearing, uh, "Grandpa, oh, you already read that part." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, man, I knew, and I knew this was gonna happen, dude, because this movie has so many quotes, you know, so many quotes in it. And I can't remember any of them for the, because we've already gotten to a point where there's like three or four of them so far. Inconceivable. Yeah, well, yeah, there's inconceivable. And I then like the whole. I love the scene where uh, Indigo and um, Andre the Giant are sitting there. Fezzik are they're like coming up with these rhymes on the boat. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying to launch the boat off the dock and everything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and Vizini keeps having to, like get on to him about like yeah. stop, stop rhyming, <laughs> stop rhyming. I mean it. Anybody yeah. want to beat it? <laughs> <laughs> That and the whole uh, when he yells inconceivable and uh, and Dio's like, I don't think you understand what that word means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep using that because word. Keep using that word. I don't, I don't think, think it means what you think it I means. Don't, I don't think it means. <laughs> Just so good. And I man. love the fact that uh, uh, Fezzik was such a happy bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was definitely the uh, the big bear. You know, the big cuddly bear. Yeah, kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. And that whole the whole fight scene with them wrestling was hilarious to me because yeah, they're sitting there talking philosophy throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And then he's sitting there, but he's sitting there fighting Fezzik and and being a big guy, you know, having fight little guys before. Yeah. They do try to run up and just grab you, just grab and try to overpower you. And he's just sitting here, and I felt it because it was that whole thing. Of he grabs and try to pick him up. And he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, no, that's about right. <laughs> well, it, it gets to the point in the chase where um, where uh, the masked man is uh, yeah. gaining on him pretty good. So Vizzini wants to go ahead and, and uh, dock, and they start climbing the cliffs of in- insanity. insanity. Yeah, the cliffs of the insanity. The cliffs of insanity. Which also is another shot that just looks incredible. I, I love, I love what, did, did you guys like take a closer sure. look at Isn't Vizzini? Isn't the cliffs of Dover? So pretty much Fezzik. So <laughs> I, I don't think it was Dover. But I, yeah. But Fezzik is, is the one climbing. Yeah. Cliffs and, of Dover are white. And oh, he, yeah. he's got Vizzini just kind of like cradle and draped, of, draped yeah. over in the front of him. No. He's in a papoose. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And my thing is like yeah. he keeps talking crap. It's like you know he is strong enough. He could probably just go pick you up and toss you. Yeah. And then in, in, in almost an instant, uh, the masked man's once again he's right behind them on the rope. So he, he, he's leaning like, on him. I like the whole. You're supposed to be so strong. Why are you not moving faster? I'm carrying three of you. Yeah, I'm, he I'm has no one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, well, He's move carrying faster. Himself. Yeah. Vicini was definitely one of those, uh, you know. I'm going to have to get a new giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> he, he, I mean, everybody kind of is in this, but Vizzini was definitely uh, the cartoon of, of this of this movie, I feel like. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah. so good, dude. And I, once again, you know, we love his voice. Because you thought that I thought that you thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um,. Like, get to the fencing scene. Yeah, well, th- th- that's what we're getting to right now. So, yeah, so it gets to the point to where they all get up on top of the cliff. and uh, That's a sharp-ass knife that he used to cut that rope. Well, the yeah, man... That dagger? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Vizzini cuts the rope and uh, in hopes that the masked man's just going to fall to his death, but he doesn't. And Ego looks over the the, uh, the cliff alive. and he sees that he's still alive. He's kind of like... You can tell he's kind of hanging on for dear life. Like, you can tell there's no real... Rhyme or reason of what's going to happen next for him. Like he I, he's like, I can't climb this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, him and Inigo get into a pretty interesting conversation, like a pretty interesting back and forth. Um, can I give you my words of Spaniard? I've met many Spaniards. I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it's pretty much just a a, a, sh- a sign of respect that Inigo is going to let him come up. He, he even, I think, I remember he even lets him like chill for a second. Yeah. 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 B- before they even start fighting. But he's yeah. Like, he's like, no, 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 no. You know. Rest, you yeah. Know, just and, climbed up. And, and, and Nico, he, dude, I love Inigo so and much. And then he fights him with his left hand because he wants it to be sporting. Yeah, and they said to find out. Do we know that? Do we know that going into the fight? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. because he, he tells said, Vizzini, he says, "I'm, I'm gonna fight him left-handed." Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Why? No, you're right." And he said, yeah, "No, because I don't want it to be over too quick." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, dude, I, I love Inigo as a character. I'm sure they sell like figures of them and yeah, stuff like oh, that. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, I, I, I've seen I'm, I'm going to be searching t-shirts. some, I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, searching some Inigo uh, shit out pretty soon, man. But he was, so, he was, he was such a cool character. Okay. And I found out like that fencing, the fencing yeah. scene. Yeah. Like, all, actually, all of that is legit. Yeah. Like, so let's go ahead and go into the, yeah, because that, that's what we're doing now. Let, let's go ahead and get into the fencing scene because it's definitely the the biggest part of the movie for me visually. Yeah. This thing was beautiful and it had no reason to have to be. But yeah, it was wow. extremely well choreographed. It was done so well. And, and like swordsmen have actually looked at it and are like, were those the actors doing it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude, that blows my mind, man. And I it, love that shit. I but love the, that. Uh, the sword, like fin- actual fencing masters, are like, no, this is legit. This wasn't over the top choreographed now, or nothing. This I, is actually legit. Is I did hear a rumor. I, I did hear a rumor that before all of this went down or whatever, before they decided to take it so seriously, Rob Reiner had actually had the two actors just kind of fight at first. And they were both kind of good at at, at at the sword, so yeah. it ended really quick. And Rob Reiner was literally just like like looking at the two actors, and he's like, "Is is that it? Is, is that all we're doing?" And that was the point where he made a decision to like, "Okay, we're gonna make this like a just a big thing." And that's whenever yeah. he he started getting the choreographers in and all that, like but almost he, like a Count of Monte Cristo. Type yeah, I'm, and I'm not even yeah, talking about Flynn. Yeah, yeah. Fencing, yeah, yeah. And I'm not even talking about the flips or any of that stuff. Just the the swordsmanship and the swordplay yeah. is so well. It's like, like yeah, so you, realistic. You, you watch a lot of like some cheesier stuff, and it's just like clink, clink, clink. Yeah, swipe. And, clink, and that's clink, a, clink, that's 100 what I was expecting seconds before the fight started. I was like, okay, here we go. Ding, ding, ding. No, no. And no, dude, it was, it was the first two steps. In this fight, you feel it. You're like, yeah. oh shit, because yeah, it's like the first two steps that that Inigo makes towards uh, towards uh, the masked man. Mm-hmm. He immediately deflects, and even though it's just a simple motion, it was it was enough to let you know like you're about to see a fight, dude. Yeah, like, right. You're, you're about right. To it wasn't it wasn't one of those like you know like we said in cheesy movies where it's slash maybe a block. It wasn't slash. like there was a dead pirate in the rigging or something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Here we yeah. go again with this No, shit. but it was actually uh, like even like you said like the first couple steps you know when they're actually using footwork instead of it just being 
Yeah, you, know, you both stand there and, and they mm-hmm. swing harder. It's a good long fight. It's a good yeah. long. It's like a, a good three or four or five minute fight, right? Like it's like, like a three, consecutive. It's, it's, a, it's a, yeah about a yeah. three or four minutes. But fight. Yeah. so and it but it doesn't feel that long. Yeah. Because of the fact they're sitting It's so there. intense. It's a, I mean, it's a battle. It's a, it's yeah. a real battle. If I can tell my listeners anything right now, it, like if you're just listening to this rut road just to, you know, because you're at work, or you're doing whatever, you, you don't really care about the movie, at least do yourself the favor of going to YouTube and looking up this sword fight because it's worth watching. Man. It is. It it's really so is. It's so well done. It's so good. I mean, I've seen like... And then watch the rest of the movie because it's fucking worth yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Th- th- this movie is a is a gem in the crown of JTOS Rut Row Retro for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the, the fight scene was incredible. At, but at some point, um, at, at some point, he does defeat Inigo in a duel and knocks him unconscious, chokes Fezzik until he passes out. This is kind of out of uh, out of order, but you guys see what I'm getting at. I wanted to make sure Fezzik was choked out earlier before this, actually. No. 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 no, no, no. It was yeah, after. Yeah, it was, okay, yeah. okay. So because I didn't get that right. He, we he, talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because at the end of the fight, then he, you know, he, he punches. Battle of wits with it was kind of like boss fights. Yeah. That's right. Because he punches what's his name and Digo in the back of the head. Yeah, and he's like, you know, well, he he hits him with the butt of his sword. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, I don't want to. So he know. defeats him, and an ego is pretty much ready to to he's like kill me quick. He, he's ready to take yeah. death, pretty much. And I think the the quote that that uh, that the masked man had told him was, I I, I would just as soon destroy uh, stained glass than yeah. than to kill you. Yeah, yeah destroy you know? an artist like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah destroy an artist like you, and which is just swap. another just like like yeah, he's, chef he's a classy kiss, fighter, man. man. Yeah, I he love really it. Is. And then, Dude, but, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> but watching, I don't know the, the whole scene where he's walking up. You know, and he's like something's not right. And also, you see the rock come flying and just shatter. Yeah, and it's that whole yeah. thing of like, well, shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because Vizini's like he's telling Fezzik, he's like, kill him your way then. What's my way? And he's like, what's my way? He's high behind the rock and smacking. <laughs> he's like, my way's not very sporty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, long story short, after he knocks out uh, Fezzik, uh, the masked man gets to Vizini and they have a, a, a whole altercation. Yeah, that, a duel of wits. Yeah, the duel of wits, which is pretty much two cups in front of them. One has poison in it is pretty much how it goes. Vizini thinks that he has one over on, uh, on the masked man and it, uh, he tells him the classic... What's that over there? And the masked man looks back and he switches cups. Don't oh. ever bet on something when it uh, deaths involved with a Sicilian. <laughs> I could just hear his voice. Yeah. I, no matter which one of us is, is talking. It, what do you mean? You just hear his <laughs> voice. But yeah, so what ends up happening actually though is that the masked man. Dude, okay, dude, I'm just going to call him Wesley. No, it's not yeah. Wesley yet. No, it's not. No, you got to keep it going. You guys, you got to keep it going. Okay, okay. This movie deserves like two it. more scenes. This Come movie on, Grandpa. It. All right, all right. Here, here we go. The R.O.U. The, the rouses. I just. Okay, we'll get to that. Wrote it so the usual size. <laughs> yes. We're jumping ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, no I know. I, I just saw it down there and it made me laugh. All right, anyways. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, so he switches the cups. What we find out is that the masked man had actually poisoned both cups. What was the poison name? Iocane powder. Iocane yeah. powder, yeah, yeah. So Which uh, is from Australia. Yeah. And the masked man had actually spent. But he would have known that I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would have known that I know that you knew that. And, that, knew. and that went on for like three or four. Dude, it's so funny. Uh, um,. God damn it. But that was so <laughs> funny. That was actually funny, but it was still kind of intense because you're just like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, you because can, you don't know what the masked man's thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, you didn't know that he poisoned both cups. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and what you find out is that he had spent years building immunity towards this specific poison. So he just poisoned both cups. So no matter mm-hmm. what Vizini was going to pick, he was going to die. 
So that's that's what you find out uh, I mean, in, in that that's, situation. That's uh, and that's clever in itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, you stack the deck in your favor. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. When uh, so yeah, so when uh, oh, then the tumbling. He takes Buttercup prisoner oh, when they're going down the hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So and kills Vasini by tricking him into drinking from a cup containing poison. He takes Buttercup prisoner and they flee. Stopping to now, see this word's confusing. The masked man takes Buttercup prisoner because you don't know what you don't know yeah. who it is. Right. Yeah. So so, but he takes Buttercup prisoner and they flee, stopping to rest at the edge of a gorge. When Buttercup correctly guesses that he is the dead <laughs> dread, dread pirate, pirate the dread pirate Roberts, she becomes enraged at him for killing Wesley. When Buttercup sees Humperdinck and his men approaching, she shoves Roberts down a hill and wishes well, well, death. See, upon now there's him. a key part here because he's sitting here telling her. That she's untrue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he think he thinks she just like the instant she found out he was dead, she got with the prince because and, and that that's a conversation we're talking about. Yeah, you're right, man. Because the, the the whole thing was that she had she was about to take another lover. She, yeah. She, yeah. So so Roberts is telling her like, well, you're just kind of a bad person now. Yeah, pretty and much. It's, and it's a good thing that I killed him, so it, he it, didn't have to have, to have to deal with. Yeah, heart. yeah. And that's what really enraged her. So she pushes him down the cliff. And yeah, when he goes, she tells him she's like, well, you can just die. And yeah. He's, and he's going down the cliff. And I love the sound effects. <laughs> and also, she's like, and he is like a rag dog getting tossed down this but, hill. And, you and just she hear, says, Wesley. But then next thing you know, she could have walked down the hill. She didn't have to like throw herself down the hill too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, and, but there is one part you can see the stunt double. Yeah, that's yeah. the only scene where you can you can actually because the uh, her she looks like a man in that scene yeah. and and uh, Wesley's stump double too you can yeah. there's one part where he like flips and if you pause it you can see that it's not the ending of hers when 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 she slides to a stop you can tell it's not yeah her. yeah so yeah so as he tumbles down like you said he shouts as you wish me and Tim Lady did that yeah well I got to do it too uh, realizing Roberts is Wesley she throws herself into the gorge after him and they're reunited Wesley explains the dread pirate Roberts is actually a title past we already find that out at this point I yeah. thought that was yeah, later yeah. oh wow okay. that's right before, when he's, that's when he, the, when he's back in the mines it's right before the swamp I guess yeah that's no, well, right they're, when they're, they're going in the, in the swamp oh so they're already yeah, yeah they're yeah. already in the swamp that's right yeah it's actually titled passed on by subsequent holders he had taken the title so the previous Roberts could retire they passed through the dangerous fire swamp which is inhabited by rodents of unusual oh, size yeah. <laughs> or rouses but Humperdinck captures them while Humperdinck captures them when they emerge Buttercup agrees to return with Humperdinck if he will release Wesley which he promises he will do before secretly ordering his sadistic. Vi- I'm sorry, vizier? Vizier. vizier, vizier, vizier. Yeah, Jafar Vizier. Okay, yeah. Count Rugen to take Wesley <laughs> to his torture chamber, which the torture chamber isn't pretty much. It's just one machine down there, right? No, there was other no, stuff. Was he was like stuff. on a, he was was on a oh, okay. stretching table, but that but the machine was the big gun known and as yeah, the, the known as the pit of despair. Life, but before but before yeah. we keep going with that though, it we're just, not going to talk about the rats. Yeah, talk, the, oh the, the, yeah, the rats. Yeah, the rats were awesome. Like, I remember seeing that when I was a kid, like, when I finally decided to watch this movie when I was, like, 10 years old, and freaking out yeah. seeing these giant rats. Yeah. Oh, it's just a it's just a well, short dude in a costume. Yeah, 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 no, it is. But that's what makes it look even stranger, is that it's just a short dude in a costume, and he, like, when you see his head moving and flailing and just, everywhere. And and was, that, was that Warwick Davis? We need to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing that scene where it's, like, just going, and, it, and it's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I the agree. screams. And yeah. Yeah, 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 that was really, really weird. And, and the lightning sand. Yeah. Lightning, yeah, when she fell into the lightning sand and he uh, he had to throw a vine down there and go after yeah. her. That was kind of, see, 
See, I, I get really claustrophobic really easy. And that's easy. when you first see the giant rodent walk, walk by. Past. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, just the whole, and this is sitting there, you know, watching the fight because, you know, again, it goes back to a D&D thing. You know, they have giant rats yeah. in D&D. Yep. &D. And it's just that whole seeing them and then, like, playing, essentially playing that fight out. And it's essentially that fight kind of goes that way. Yeah. You're a low-level yeah. character going up against a couple of giant rats, and they're going to tackle you and and gnaw you until you just yeah. kind of stab, stab, stab. And yeah, yeah. Well, he he actually used the fire first because yeah. they make that like that popping sound before like, oh, the yeah, flames burst right, out. Right. Yeah. And he rolled over, and, and, and the rat got burned. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, they take them to their torture chamber known as the, as, as the Pit of Despair. Wesley notices that Rugen has six fingers on his hand before being knocked out. So, yeah, that's the big reveal right there is that you know that uh, Inigo is going to find his guy in this movie because yeah. there's a guy with. I mean, Wesley goes, I know somebody looking for you right before he gets knocked out. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, uh, just a quick little. Uh, a quick little fun fact here. Well, I don't know how fun it is, but uh, Andre the Giant had undergone major back surgery prior to filming, and despite his great size and strength, could not support the weight of um, ills during their fight scene or right for. Use. Uh, sorry, use for uh, during their fight scene or right for a scene at the end of the film for the wrestling scene when Ills use <laughs> use hangs on Andre's back. He was actually walking on a series of ramps below the camera. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so uh, like Zero was saying earlier, like you know he 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 was constantly in, in you know pain and he he had a lot of things wrong with him health wise. I'm really happy that he was in the movie, but you could definitely tell just kind of watching him in the movie that some stuff took a lot out of him like really fast. And I'm 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 glad that he was able. I'm glad that he he was able to take this role though and finish it because you know th there's multiple scenarios like this where yeah. they got to cut a whole character out or or recast a whole character because it just didn't work out and i'm really glad that this is one that did work out so yeah um besides that let's go down to all right so when buttercup expresses unhappiness at marrying humperdinck he promises to search for wesley however his real plan is to start a war with the neighboring country of gilder by killing buttercup and framing gilder for her death he had hired vizzini to kill her for that same purpose Meanwhile, Inigo and Fezzik reunite when Humperdinck orders the thieves arrested in the nearby forest, and Fezzik tells Inigo about Rugen. Inigo decides that they need Wesley's help to get into the castle. Buttercup berates Humperdinck after learning that he has not tried to find Wesley. Enraged, Humperdinck imprisons Buttercup in her chambers. So uh, this little village that they had to clear out or whatever is this just a village that was that was designated for thieves? It was the thieves' forest. Yeah. Okay. So they okay. So it's not like, okay. So they, they just kind of understand that's where that's where all the that, that that's yeah. where the thieves go. Yeah. Which I guess is why Nigo and Fezzik would end up there. Nigo is the thieves' guild. Well, uh, it's and, more it's more like you know Fezzik Sherwood was, Forest. Fezzik yeah. was it's part like a of community. the brute squad. He was the brute That's squad. That's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are the brute squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 it's really funny how Fezzik finds Inigo. Inigo's drunk off his ass. He's kind of just upset at every, how everything's turned out. He, well, he pretty much feels like he's failed his father by this point, I think. Yeah. Because he's been looking for him for 20 years. And, by the way, I don't know if we even went into this, but the reason why Inigo needs revenge is because, yeah, he killed his father, but and then he left these two scars on his yeah. face. Which uh, come into come into play actually whenever they're fighting, uh, whenever uh, Wesley and uh, and Inigo are fighting, because Inigo yeah. or, or Wesley actually cuts some hair off of Inigo yeah. as, as kind of like I just thought that was really cool. But yeah, let's keep going, boys. Uh, 
Yeah, Buttercup berates Humperdinck after learning that he has not tried to find Wesley. In rage, Humperdinck imprisons Buttercup in her chambers and tortures Wesley to death. Let's talk about this torture machine real quick. What is it? Yeah, it, it looks was, like a nipple um, machine. <laughs> like a nipple yeah, machine. it was it, just it was a, a suction, a life yeah. suction mach- yeah. machine. That's all. That's all it you got. It was a medieval make milking machine. Okay, so there was a facet on his head, and there was one c- suction well, cup for each th- nipple. There was like one on each ear. It wasn't. It wasn't actually on his nipple. Oh, okay. So it, it, it was, was just, just like on his chest. It was in the vicinity, and, and then like the on chest, his ribs, the abs, and uh, a little bit lower down. There were like six, six of them. Six on the torso, and then and two on the head. Two and on this the machine head. is designed to take energy or life. Life. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 For the first setting, took one year of your life away. Yeah, yeah. And then when, when that's Humperdin, right, when yeah. Humperdinck gets pissed and runs down there, and he, he cranks it up to fifty. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Even his vizier was telling him like, "Don't do that. Don't do that." Because not fifty. Yeah, not fifty. <laughs> well, that was partially because he was very sadistic and really wanted to see yeah, how he, much he wanted, it to, he wanted to test his machine. Yeah. So he tortures. How do you feel? <laughs> and he's just crying. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was a yeah that was kind of a dimming moment. Uh, yeah, but he tortures Wesley to death, so we lose we- uh, Wesley by this point, right here. Now, I'm not saying we don't get him back. I'm just saying yeah. He, he dies. Well, he does actually. Yeah. yeah, he does. Oh my Billy god, Crystal. Billy Crystal. Yeah, Inigo and Fizzi. I'm sorry, guys. Inigo and and Fizzi. Inigo and Fezzik follow the cries and anguish through the forest. They find Wesley's body and bring him to a folk healer, Miracle Max, who is played by Billy Crystal. Uh, and I, you knew that was Billy Crystal. Like oh, yeah. fucking immediately, oh, yeah. man. I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. Who was his wife played by? She's also from Saturday Night Live. As yeah, well. that's I what I thought. Uh, Hold on. Shit, who was it? Marguerite Mason. Yeah, I think. No, so. she played the the ancient or yeah the old Boer lady that that. Uh, it's the same the, one. That was a funny. Oh, it was the same one. Same lady. Wow. Yeah. No, no. It, the it was, one that boos her in no, the No, Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Yeah, I was going to say. She plays and stuff. I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, uh, the, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. The, that was a yeah. Tina Fey's show or whatever. Yeah, she's in that. She, I mean, she was in all kinds of stuff. She was in uh, the Addams Family films, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I swear, the same lady that's in the vision that's booing. I don't think her, that's I don't know, Tim. It says Mar- Marguerite, Mason, Marguerite Mason was an English actress and director. She's casted as the ancient booer on Wiki. I don't, I'm not sure. It, it, so I mean, who do they have as Max's sister? Wife. Somebody else? Max's, Max's wife. wife. That was Carol Kane. Yeah, that was Carol Kane. Scrooge. If, Scrooge also, right? If if you Scrooged. Scrooged. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I swear they look the exact same. Well, I'm tr- it's a lot of makeup on both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But yeah, so uh Especially when it was like the whole true love. That's why, why oh, I made man. the connection. That guy. Dude, that that priest. Oh, Melwage. Love. <laughs> Melwage. Yeah, Melwage brings us together. Can, can we please skip to the end? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the wing? All right, the Wesley's body and brings him to a folk healer, Miracle Max, who Humperdinck has recently fired. He discovers that Wesley is only mostly dead. I, and I love the, yeah. I, Which I, means I, he's slightly alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the use of vocabulary in, the, in that conversation. Yeah, so he's mostly dead due to being sustained by his love for Buttercup and revives him to a state of heavy paralysis. I always wanted one of those chocolate pills. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like. Oh, yeah. Dude, those things were huge. It, it, look, it looked like a mound. Yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I remember when they call it a pill, and it, dude, it, that thing was like the size of a, of a jawbreaker. 
Alright, so after Wesley and Ego and Fezzik invade the castle, Humperdinck panics and orders the wedding ceremony shortened. And Ego finds and well, we're going pretty fast here, guys, sorry, but and Ego yeah. finds and kills Rugen in a duel, repeatedly taunting him with his greedy vengeance. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Wesley finds Buttercup, who is about to commit suicide, assuring her that marriage is invalid because she never said, I do. Still partly paralyzed. He, oh, let's talk about, hold on. Let's talk about Wesley being paralyzed real quick because the, I do, the, the body mode, I mean, a lot of people don't think about it, man, but I, I, think, you, I think you kind of got to go just right before where she's about to commit suicide and he said, Say, no, there's breath. a shortage of perfect breasts in the world. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a shame. That was a thing. Yeah. That, that was a thing. But, dude, uh, his body movements and his body language, whenever he's, you know, quote unquote paralyzed or whatever, he made that so funny. Because, yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it, a lot of people don't think about it, man, but it's it's not as easy as you think to make something like that, like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Right. It can just look dorky or goofy or whatever. But I love, like, you know, whenever he would just snap his head back or snap his head forward or go this. It, it was just it was just done so well, man. Yeah. I laughed, dude. That was one of those laugh out loud moments. Whenever he was like stumbling around the castle and stuff, right? Uh, Where they're still on the wall with Fezzik, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Fezzik like kind of like purchase him on that suit of armor when he's got to go help. And you, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, so let's get back into this real quick, guys. Uh, yeah, so uh, Wesley finds Buttercup, who's about to commit suicide, assuring her that marriage is invalid, and she never says because she never said "I do." Still partly paralyzed, he bluffs his way out of a duel with which Humperdinck and they flee the castle. Wesley rides away with Buttercup and Nego and Fezzik before sharing a passionate kiss with Buttercup. Back in the boys' bedroom, the boys eat. Uh, eager. Well, well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, interject when, whenever y'all yeah, can, yeah, man, because, because I'm missing a lot. I know because that, at that point, Wesley, like right when they're jumping out of the window, Wesley turns to uh, Indigo and he's like, "Hey, have you ever considered piracy?" He's like, "He's like now that my vengeance oh, has been, been yes. fulfilled, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to do anymore." He's that like, was a good, uh, yeah, that yeah. that was a good wrap up on that character. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. he's like, you "Ever considered piracy?" So yeah, he was going to be the new Dread Pirate the, Roberts. Yeah, 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 it, because I mean, he he had fulfilled his his lifelong, you know, his lifelong. Goal is like revenge. so yeah he it, that that was perfect for him. Fenzik, his first mate. Yeah. All right, so back in the boys' bedroom. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? You don't want to fight with that. <laughs> exactly. Dread Pirate Robert's going to get a lot of people to surrender with yeah. that first mate. Yeah. Back in the boys' bedroom, the boy eagerly asks his grandfather to read the story to him again the next day. To which his grandfather replies simply, "As you wish." Well, see, you also missed the point where. Uh, Wesley and Buttercup kiss, and he's like, "Oh, you probably don't oh, want to hear this yeah. part." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And the kid's like, okay. oh, "It's okay. It's you know? okay now." Yeah, because the, I mean, the kid decides that you know it's an amazing story and all that, but but yeah, man, uh, that was the story at least of the Princess Bride. Uh, amazing movie uh one that i'm going to keep around me for for a while you know i'm probably going to watch this movie at least once a week for a little while you should yeah and uh because i really want to familiarize myself not just with the movie i'm probably going to buy the dvd just because i want to get some uh some bonus yeah. features and stuff like that some you know some documentaries they just or, i think uh because it's over you know the 30th anniversary edition's already out yeah yeah <gasps> oh for say. real yeah. okay yeah so that would be perfect yeah, I, that I, came out three years ago i think yeah hopefully they packed that thing with, with stuff you know it, they that, did that'd be awesome that yes dude, and yeah, and, that, and if you happen. look online there's actually a, a really cool it's not like a tiktok video but it's a really cool collaboration video well but it's kind of done in that style mm-hmm. yeah uh, a collaboration video of all these different actors doing the entire movie like line for line. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, and that's pretty cool to watch. That, yeah, that's that. pretty cool to watch. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. So that that 
that was the Princess Bride. Do you guys want to discuss any more on it before we close the book on it? Is there stuff that you want to talk about at all, or you think we did a pretty good job? I think we did it. I think I we, think did, we it did justice. Did we do this movie justice? That's an important question right now, man. Oh yes. Before we close the book on. I mean, J-Toss we didn't hate on it. The Prince's Bride. This no, there's, there's, there's nothing to hate. There's nothing to hate about on it at all. Yeah, this there's is... nothing to hate about this exactly. film, man. In fact, I'd probably be in a bad fucking mood if, if we just if somebody started bashing. Yeah, this man. Like, I, I, that, I wouldn't. That's why I'm, I'm glad at least some put of it, our friends weren't here. I'll put it this way, man. And I'm, I'm not gonna get like too personal yeah, about it or anything, but you guys know I've been dealing with something the past couple of days, and I was in a really bad spot, man. I was kind of, I mean, I kind of still am a little bit. You know, the podcast helps me with that too, by the way, but. Putting this movie on was probably one of the best things I could have done for myself getting through work this weekend. <laughs> this movie really just, it kind of just reminded me of somewhere I can go whenever I need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that means, if that makes sense to you guys at all. Somewhere I, I can escape to. Movies like like this and The Wizard and even like, even like you know, Johnny Mnemonic and this movie really put me back in a good place, and I'm really appreciative of it. Right, yeah, that's, so, right. No, that's, that's the, point. the whole point of nostalgia. Is you yeah, wanna, you want to remember yeah. something good. So this movie is definitely what, what I'm going to call a jewel in the crown of uh, Jay Toss's Rut Row Retro. This okay. is probably the oh, crown. Yeah. This ain't even the jewel. no, this is no, no, no crown, be, be, because we, we got episodes to go, man. Right, so you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. You gotta no, think, I'm sorry, right now, you gotta think is... smart about. It. I would say honestly, man, uh, if I put another one in there, it probably would be. Johnny Mnemonic, I, I think, is one of those hidden gems that that we found upon ourselves and yeah. that, that we really appreciate. And The Wizard. I, I think The Wizard was a really good time, too. So I'm going to put that one in there, too. But this one is our newest jewel in the crown of Robo Retro. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was... That Super was, Mario Brothers has to oh, be the scepter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he, he said the scepter, which gets thrown. <laughs> what? I mean... In Mario, how many I times do you see that? You. <laughs> how many times do you how see, do you see scepter that scepter go fly? Yeah. In Mario. I'm trying to think of just stuff that makes me happy. <laughs> Bob Ross? I don't know. Bob Jane. Ross? Yeah. Hey, don't hate on Bob Ross. No, you yeah, said, you said what makes you happy? Yeah, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. But Bob Ross can take you somewhere, too. Who, who exactly. doesn't make you... Who, who, who doesn't watch Bob Ross and doesn't get happy? I Nobody. Know. I don't say, if you don't get happy watching Bob Ross, something's wrong with you. People that don't like paint idiots I mean I'm not gonna call them idiots I will there you go yeah. who doesn't like paint <laughs> I don't like to paint but I'm, right? I paint. you ever see like a, you know like a bucket of paint and be like I fucking hate you no, no, not, not no. once, not ever. I got shit to worry about, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was The Prince's Bride. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close the book on it. If you want to watch The Prince's Bride, I'd say the best way to do it, um, if you have a Disney Plus account, Disney it Plus. is on Disney Plus. Uh, or find somebody that in, does. By the way, it's, a, it's in amazing quality on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. It looks freaking great. I, I will put this out there. If anybody wants to watch it, come to my house and we'll watch it together. <laughs> Popcorn, all that, right? Popcorn, yeah. pickles, man. There you go, yeah. All right. It's uh, 13 dollars on YouTube if you want to buy it there. Does okay. it ever charge at the door? <laughs> See, Trunks always got to get ghetto with it, man. He's always got to set something <laughs> He's always got to set something up right after. All right, but yeah, so that was The Princess Bride. Uh, I hate to see you go, but... Uh, cups on the cake. <laughs> I, loved, uh, I loved talking about it. So with that, let's go ahead and get into our next segment, boys. 21 or up. Is it a real game? It is a real game. It read on the Azure's Dream, too. Did you get it at your bodega? <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Explain. Okay, have you have you not watched a uh, uh, half baked? 
know it's been a long time so basically it's <laughs> yeah, okay okay <laughs> basically it's like a store with really old product that's just a front to sell weed <laughs> but a lot of them would, would have like video game rentals and VHS rentals and stuff like that okay okay yeah right? but that, they would have like VHS rentals from like you know 83 84 and it's like 98 yeah okay <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense all right, getting into our next segment, 21 or up. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Trunks. Because I'm on the wrong side this time. <laughs> um, well, I'm going with tradition on this one. Is it an RPG? No. Okay. Is it a first-person shooter? No. Is it a platformer? No. Is it a puzzle game? No. Is it a city builder? No. Third person horde? No. Hmm. Is it an action game? Yes. We got one right. Yeah, but okay, it didn't so fucking a- explain a- nothing. <laughs> no. A- action game. Hmm. Or at least you're on the board with something. I'll burn for a hint. Okay. Oh, I, I remember what it is. So the first hint is that this game was a timed exclusive. Okay. So that's either PS4 or... Actually, that'd have to be like PS4 then, PS4 or Xbox. Because they didn't start having timed exclusives until shit like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Was it on the PS4? No. Was it on the Xbox? Specify. Xbox One? No. So, so was it on the Xbox 360? No. Was it on the original Xbox? Yes. Timed exclusive original Xbox. Hmm. Action game. Is it my is it my question? Yeah. <clears throat> but we don't know if the Xbox was the first that it was. Should we ask that? Sure. Was the Xbox the the first that had the time exclusive? Yes. Okay, so we know that's where it originated from. Action game on the Xbox. That's going to be more on y'all because. Trying to think of that generation. What, what about Hunter? Action? The game Hunter the Reckoning. Because it was on Xbox first, and then it went to. It was on Xbox first, and then it went to, the PlayStation. Yeah, but there was a lot of stuff that was on Xbox first, and then went to PC. So yeah, oh, true. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I was kind of thinking on. Action game. I'll burn for the second hint. Okay, this game involves a pursuit of your father's killer. Shinwa. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. I, I think so yeah. too. Uh, I mean, was that really an action game? Yeah. I don't know. I remember it just kind of being more wandering yeah. around. It was wandering around, and there were, uh, but there were a lot of. It's definitely uh, not a platformer. It's definitely not yeah. a first-person shooter no. or horror or an RPG. So, uh, was it based on Asian characters? No. 
shot. Wait, father killer. Because I'm going to say the main character's name is Ria. Yeah, and it, it takes place like in Tokyo. Yeah. No, it was China. Was it China? Yeah, yeah. it was China. Hmm. <coughs> hmm. was on... Uh, not Dreamcast. It was on Dreamcast. Saturn. It was on Saturn. No, it was on Dreamcast first, I thought. Because Fable didn't have anything to do with it. No. That. Fable was completely... Well, that, that would be RPG. Yeah, but it was not a timed exclusive. It was only... Yeah. It's on you? I know. I'm trying to think. Was it in modern times? Yes. That's 15 wars. There's not that many games I played on Xbox, so. It was a modern. You guys asked if it was a first person shooter, right? Uh Yes. We also asked if it was a third person. But that was horror. Yeah. I'm trying to think of games where you were trying to track down your father's killer. Like, that's kind of what's got me locked in in my head. Right, and the only, like I said, the only thing I can think of on top of my head like this is Shinmu. But that's not it. <clears throat> yeah, I got nothing. I'm drawing a complete blank. Uh, Maybe Kid Chameleon? As your dreams again? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what to ask to narrow it down. Because we know Xbox action. It was a timed exclusive. Third hint. No. I thought we only got two. I'm being generous. Fuck it. Yeah. Third hint. It's a third person shooter. I really didn't narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, no, because... No, not at all. Um, Third-person shooter. You're hunting for your father's killer. It was on Xbox. It was a town exclusive. Who's breathing into the mic? Me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that last... Uh, was <laughs> it was just like... Where's it coming from? <laughs> yeah, that that last was me. It's on you. We always ask if it was a female or male protagonist. I mean, was it a female protagonist or? Yeah, how's that help? You can cut down some of the games, but again, I don't know that many Xbox games. I didn't play Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have one either, so. I had one, but I don't recall any timed exclusives. I don't either. Was it a female protagonist? No. Oh. So it's not Perfect Dark. No. <laughs> which was on 360. That's the only... And that was first person. Was Perfect Dark? Yeah. Played exactly like Goldeneye. Yeah. Okay. I thought they had one for the PS2 also. 
No. I could swear they had another perfect. No, they had it for an N64. Yeah, that was they the original. That. Which, I mean, that's the only female protagonist shooter game I can think of. Period. Yeah, besides the newer versions of fucking Metroid. But that went a bit on Xbox anyway. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, Time to take the L. Yeah, I think we're going to have to take the L in this one. Because we still have what? We have only a couple more questions. You got four questions left. Yeah. Hmm. Seriously, what? Like, when I think of searching down Father's Killer, I'm thinking totally different generations than the original right. Xbox. Or I'm thinking Batman. <laughs> Did you have superpowers in this game? No. Hmm. <laughs> You did something in this game that could be considered a superpower, but it's really not. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but but that means he so technically yes to that answer, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Just Azure Dreams Three. Yeah. The mask act who knows? Son of the mask. <laughs> Was there a mask? No, no. I don't think they ever made a game. I, dude. <laughs> I'm real. I, I, I honestly I think. Knew, I knew the hints were going to throw y'all off. And that's ironic. I'm thinking we might as well just say screw it. Let's take the L on this one because I have no idea. World Poker Tournament. That's what I'm going to guess. <laughs> World Poker Tournament. Y'all good? Yeah, we, he just guessed World Poker Tournament. That's all right. That's as close as we're gonna get. All right, World Poker Tournament. No, I'm just kidding. Guys. <laughs> That's not it. All right, Dead to Rights is a near noir third person action Ooh. video game developed by Namco Home Tech. It was released in Never 2002 as a timed exclusive for the Xbox and released and released for the PS2 and Nintendo GameCube. Following there after, mm. isn't that the one with the big ass like buff like Siberian husky? Looking? Yeah, well th- that 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 was the second game. Well, no, he, yeah, he had a dog in the first game. Yeah, too. but yeah, it was all about a detective that uh, had to avenge his father's death. Yeah, he used a uh, bullet time a lot in the game. Yeah, that was a big. That was a you big could say you could send the dog to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're running short on time, boys. That was kind of like enjoying enough for me. So yeah. no penalties this time around. We're going to go ahead. Uh, okay, well, first of all, because did you guys ever play Dead to Rights? No. 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 I know the game, though. This one is actually a real game. Yeah. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying this isn't a fake game. but No, I, I knew uh, when I found out it was a timed exclusive, I knew that that was going to uh I didn't know it was a, a timed exclusive. No, I didn't either until I started doing research on it. All right, boys. But yeah, we are running low on time, so let's get into our final segment, four for five. And this episode's four for five. We decided to choose our favorite '90s sitcom. We're gonna rap about it for up to five minutes. Doesn't have to be five minutes. And uh, let's go ahead and Trunks. We'll start with you. All right. Actually, you know what? Zero. Let's start with you. Let's mix it up a little bit. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Um, Back up. Ready? Go, go for it. Yeah. So. Uh, 
I didn't know it was supposed to be ones that we liked, um, but I picked Friends. <laughs> yeah. and, and the only reason is is because uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I was married before my current wife, and uh-huh. she uh, was pretty much obsessed with the show. Yeah, and so I ended up getting her every single box set. And uh, towards the end, we we broke up right when the last box set came out, and we watched all of it up until the very last episode. So I've never seen the last final episode of Friends. Oh yeah, and I have no interest to. Yeah. So, uh, but the thing is, I, I did watch it. It's a funny show. It's just not. I was gonna say you don't even think it's kind of like a good burner show, like just something out of the background. That's yeah, kind of how yeah. I used it. You know, whenever it was on like Netflix and stuff. I would just watch it just to have something in the background like when you're cooking or whatever. I don't that's know. What, I watched it waiting for The Simpsons like every night. Yeah, so. that's what I no, did. That makes and, uh, sense too, dude. When I was working security, Friends was how I knew what time it was during the night. Yeah. <laughs> they would, that's awesome. They would, they would play like two episodes of that. And then, yeah. Yep. You know, two episodes of Simpsons, two episodes of Lucy and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Who are the main... or? Okay, there was Ross, Rachel, Chandler, Monica, Joey, Monica, Joey, Monica Phoebe. Phoebe. Okay, yeah, the blonde one was Phoebe, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And I actually, dude, saw I liked the last that. Show. I mean, I didn't love the show or anything, it, but it I liked it. Wasn't it wasn't a bad right. show. Um, I have seen some pretty funny scenes, like where they take uh, uh, Ross, uh, oh. and uh, there's a, a particular episode uh, where he gets like a sandwich called, you know, and he's got like oh. this. Yeah. Moist maker in the middle yeah. of the sandwich. Oh, so yes, like, yeah. But the thing is, is they took the laugh track out, and it just makes him seem, like, bitterly insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a pretty good cut. I love when they do that, dude, yeah. with sitcoms. It's all over the turkey sandwich yeah. with the moist maker. It was like a piece middle. of wet bread in the middle bread in the middle because his sister's like this crazy chef or whatever you know really good chef so because she made him the sandwich for it was after Thanksgiving yeah he put it in the uh, fridge yeah at work. and, a guy, and a guy at work ate it and, all and he couldn't even yeah. finish yeah. it he, he, he like, threw it away he ate half of it and <laughs> threw it away yeah he, he, he was like let's go back and see if it, uh, there might be still some in the trash and that's whenever Roz like starts like, screaming you, are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they gave him the happy pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it like I said, it's I don't I don't just like hate on the show. It's a good show, it's pretty well written and I mean man, it's ten fucking seasons. Yeah, ago. yeah. You know, so obviously obviously it was good, but you know, Paul Rudd was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Paul Rudd was Phoebe's boyfriend. I remember that. I remember that particular yeah. She actually got married to him in that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, she yeah. was his husband. And he is a he's a national treasure. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Dude. Like I love Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd, man. Uh, really good job reinventing himself with the whole Ant Man. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, character. I, I still say my favorite character from Friends is uh, Marcel, the monkey. The monkey. Oh, Marcel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ross's little. Uh, yeah, Ross's little buddy. Yeah, I think I think the the naked guy across the street was probably <laughs> <laughs> ugly naked man. Ugly yeah. naked guy. Yeah, uh, naked, naked guy. Yeah. Yeah, good the, stuff, man. The other oh, one he's that, got company tonight. <laughs> the other one that made me laugh was the where they went to was it Barbados for the paleontology exhibit? Yeah, and like everyone who went with you know they all end up hooking up with different people. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like uh, Rachel and Ross were hooking up, then they left, and was it Angela? I think her name was the black chick. That oh, I have no idea. Ended yeah. up, and then getting up, getting with Ross because she dumped Joey. Yeah. And Joey got with Rachel rem- for a little bit. I remember one like, episode that was really good there, where uh, Chandler had bought Ross's son a Pac-Man, a Mrs. or a Mrs. Pac-Man machine for his yeah. birthday. And then, and then he started playing it, and he, he's beating the hell out of it. And he, every high score, he wrote like a different bad word on it. 
And I guess I guess not thinking about what's gonna happen or whatever. So the whole episode is just about him and Phoebe trying to trying to get the bad words off of the high score. <laughs> and that was a, good, dude. I like as that. a gamer, all you had to do is unplug it. Yeah, and it would have reset. Oh, all yeah, like, I'm sure that's how yeah, how easy it it should have been. No, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But all right. Phoebe didn't know that. All right, zero. Good stuff, man. Uh, are you good with what you got? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Cool, cool, cool. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get. No, in. I'm gonna. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, go ahead, man. Uh, for me, I chose home improvement. Okay. I mean, just growing up, it was something I watched almost every night whenever it aired. Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean. Yeah, I loved Home Improvement, man. Uh, I love Tim Allen. Tim as Allen. An actor. Yeah. Oh, at, dude, absolutely. Yeah. Tim Allen's one of my favorites too. I mean, of course, all the girls fell in love with JTT. Jonathan you know, Taylor yeah. Thomas. Yeah, played his son in that. Uh, yeah. His older son too was kind of a heartthrob back in the nineties. Yeah, I remember. The youngest one I remember, he he was kind of yeah. the basket Mark. case. He was the one that they turned. That they Mark, kind of, he, they turned him goth. Yeah, that they made him kind of like hey, the, the mom, black sheep. Hey, uh, dad. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, only reason I remember the oldest son is in Fast and Furious. Take yeah, Drift. yeah, yeah. And he pretty much looks <clears throat> oh, yeah, exactly yeah. like he did when he was on the show. His, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Uh, he, he was the jock. He had a show. He, uh, yeah. he had a show that he shared with his his partner. Al? Al, Al, yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, Al Borland, loved Al. Uh, and then Heidi, Heidi was their like mascot or whatever, right? Yeah, she, she Heidi was, was the eye candy. Yeah, yeah, she was the eye candy on the show. Yeah, which was Pamela Anderson originally. Yeah, yes. yeah it was yeah, Pamela yeah. Anderson. Then they went to the brunette. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I probably, dude, I definitely prefer the brunette over Pamela Anderson. I mean, yeah. she was really cute. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Home Improvement's really they they had, they were one of those sitcoms that had that you know had the Halloween specials every year oh, yeah, and the Christmas and specials every year. And, I mean, yeah. the and Halloween course, specials were funny. And of course, Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wilson. Our, our, our their neighbor, their wise wise yes. older neighbor Wilson, who yeah. you never saw what he looked like. No, no. he wasn't. He wasn't a volleyball. No, <laughs> that was e- e- even in the episodes where he's not on the other side of the fence. They have something covering his face, the lower part of his yeah. face, just to keep it going in character. And I think it's it almost point, like he was from 2020. You know, uh, yeah. Ah. yeah. And, and at one point, I think he even holds up like a popsicle stick fence in yeah. front of his face in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the, you, you got to be at least a little impressed with the with the uh, film, you know, the, the yeah. filming of, of Wilson in some of those sections because he would go from sometimes three or four or five different areas and still have his face covered. So yeah, yeah, they did a good job with that. Well, did he get a he, he got, Wilson got a girlfriend at one point and you didn't see her face either. Yeah, I think that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. that was a little gimmick. The, that the they only had going one on. that you saw the face from in that household was what was it? His niece. His great niece or something that oh, one yeah, of the boys yeah. was trying to get with. I know what you're on. talking about. I think that was about. always the '90s thing: is the next door neighbor has the hot niece. Yeah, that, yeah. Girl next door kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah, I think situation. that was like five or six seasons in. That's a really good movie too, by the way. That's a funny movie. Have you guys ever seen that? Girl next door. Yeah, oh, yeah. funny stuff, dude. Really good soundtrack. Hey, let's make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good stuff, Tim. Are you good with it? Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and let's keep going. Trunks. Power. Whenever you're ready. All right. Well, I'm going with Boy Meets World because it was one of those series that I think it was so cool that it grew up, you know, with, you know, with me. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we can all, we can all just say that that's a pretty big show in our lives. Yeah. And I didn't have, you know, when I was younger watching it, 
Topanga was never a crush for me. A and very, very mid '90s TV show. Yeah, yeah but absolutely. when she, but like when I hit, you know, teenage years, and then you see her at teenage yeah. years, oh you're yeah, just like it happened pretty damn. quick. Damn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was no denying it. No, and then <laughs> as this went on, she just, it just kept going. You know, well, shit. She's still, she, she's still gorgeous. Dude. Oh yeah, no, she's still hot now. <laughs> she had like a, a, she had like a, she had a uh, maximum shoot. Yeah, she had a maximum yeah. shoot. At and some that point. was, yeah, yeah I, I never get stuff. I got that issue, and I don't know what the hell happened to it. Yeah, no. I can guess. <laughs> I can probably guess too. Your but... lonely roommate stole it. <laughs> no, that wouldn't surprise we'll me. We'll go either. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go. <laughs> and it wasn't. And it wasn't the one that I'm living with now. No, that it's poor, it, that poor magazine was probably put through hell, man. Probably, but uh, and then I remember uh, what's uh, in the college years when they brought in Angela oh, yeah. and. Uh, well, Angela was in the high school years too, but she was in later on. And the redhead, the redhead. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name either. But I loved her. I oh, thought she okay. was hot, but that's my thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I love like one of my favorite episodes of that was the Halloween episode. Oh yeah, where where uh, they were doing the kind of screams. Oh, I know. Yeah, I vaguely mm-hmm. I vaggly remember what one you're of talking my favorite about. lines is uh, uh, the dude uh, one of the essentially the red shirt. In, yeah. the, in the series. Yeah, yeah. Takes a, uh, one of those big, ridiculous uh, pencils uh-huh. through the forehead, and, and <laughs> yep. it's against the wall, and he falls, yeah. and uh, Eric goes, well, always remember he was that tall <laughs> before they run out the room. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good stuff, man. And, that's you know, the whole back and forth of, okay, if this was a movie right now, the killer would be running behind us, and they turn around, and then the killer walks right in front of them. <laughs> Then they turn back around. Then you see the killer run behind him again. It's like, I do remember the. Well, always remember he was, he that, was that tall, <laughs> dude. Eric's probably the one that made me laugh the most in that show, man. Especially like, the Feeny calls. Yeah, a Feeny. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> he he had all the he had all the one liners in the show, yeah. man. Like he yeah, and he was a like. At the beginning of the series, I remember he was a dick. Yeah, he yeah. well, he was the older, the older brother. brother. Is all he was. And but then, then, as the series went on, you started seeing the other side of the right. older brother. Yeah, and then we get uh, the college year. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. and then we get. Uh, uh, I was gonna call. Uh, I just call him Ryder Strong. I, I forget his character's name. Uh, man, don't get me lying, dude. Sean. 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 We get Sean. We get Sean's brother. Yeah, who is uh, Matt Lawrence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was also in another show I like, Superhuman Samurai. Uh huh. Yeah. But. Wasn't he in Blossom? Oh, no, that was Joey. That was Joey. Yeah. And, but, you know, the. the and I know we were talking about it outside, but I don't know if the people knew, but like, Angela got some shit from Will Friedle and the guy who played Mr. Feeney. Oh, okay. For being. Uh, that they were pretty much racial. racist. Yeah, yeah. Were, pretty much but, racist. Yeah. You know, Will, Will actually came out and apologized and said, hey, I was young, I was yeah. stupid. Yeah. And Feeney still hasn't apologized. Yeah, I, well, uh, he's dead, so yeah, God, it's kind of hard for him not to apologize. You yeah. Know, yeah, but no, like the college years were great. Corey and you know and Topanga hooking up, you know, and she just got hotter as this, as that series went on. Yeah, you know, you know, Mr. Feeney was like the voice of Kit from Knight Rider. Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. Damn. But. But yeah, no. Like I said, it was a great show. You know. Yeah. I've actually gone back and watched it recently, and. It's still funny to me. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll, yeah, definitely classic. Man. But as long as I don't watch it like the you know young kid stuff, because uh-huh. that's annoying to me for some reason. Yeah, I hit the high school years and onward, and I'm good. Yeah, got you, man. Got you. Yeah. Good. All right, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I don't, dude. Please don't say it. We know. We all get it. 
<laughs> no, uh, yeah, we're really good, Trunks. Really good stuff, man. So uh, my my show is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which uh, we, we all know. And I'm, I mean, did, does anybody have a problem with Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Oh yeah, I've never. Seen I have. It. A, I have a. Whole have you lot not of ever problems. seen it? <laughs> You've got to be, dude. I don't know with you sometimes, man. But yeah, man. Uh, obviously, Will Smith and. He's uh, going to Philadelphia, or he's leaving from Philadelphia to Bel Air. He's got to fight his mom. Got to it's all yeah. It's all. Don't worry, because we're about to have to do something here in a second. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to get too far into it because I'm actually going to use my time as y'all's punishment for uh, not well, we getting have to do the 21 or up. Of the Fresh we're going to go line by line. We're going to go line by line for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. Now, keep in mind, we're not talking about the long version that they started out with. It's the one that everybody knows. Okay, so it shouldn't be too hard for us. All right. If I was you, gonna say we gotta do the long one. I, I'm, I'm already out. No, 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 no. Um, if you miss, if you miss a word, we uh, if, if you miss a word, we have to start over. Okay. Oh, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good stuff, man. All right. So I will start. I'm gonna we'll, sabotage it. And then we'll, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we'll go with yeah. trunks, and then we'll go with Tim, and then we'll go with zero. All right. So here we go. You boys ready? Hey, I like it. All right. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spend. Most of my days, chilling outside of a. <laughs> oh, no, we already messed up. All right, here we go. Now, now hey, uh, keep in mind, boys. I know I, I was pretty vague on it, but all right, we're gonna go line by line here. Okay, so stick to, you know, your your one, two or three word line. All right. So. Oh, this is gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this is as fun because it's like. Okay, use your okay no okay use your best judgment then. All right, we'll, we'll put it that way. Let's get this thing going. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, obviously we're not going to spend too much time on this, but we're going to try to we're going to try this about See, two the more. The thing is, all of us could probably do it word for word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't. Stop. But but when it's dissected, it's different, isn't yeah. it? All right. So in West Philadelphia, born and raised. God damn it! <laughs> okay, we're, we're gonna go this. No, that's not gonna help. It's, still, <laughs> it's not gonna help anything. Right, we'll go. Okay, we'll start this over. I'll do a little bit more, and then. Okay, we'll yeah, more. that's fine. That's fine. That's good. All right, here we go. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling outside. No, it's okay. No, he, no, he, he, seriously, no, here we go. I'm gonna keep fucking it up. Uh, no, no, do, no. I, do I even get to play? Yeah, yeah go ahead, zero. No, 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 no. Hey, here we go. All right, yeah, we're gonna go one, two, three, four. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna really get this thing weird. We're gonna get weird with it. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing on shooting on shooting some b-ball outside of school. When a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. I got, got in one little fight. My mama got scared. And she said, you moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah. No, 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 you should stop it right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job, boys. Good job, man. Hey, at least we got a little bit of it, right? Yeah. A little bit harder than we thought. Maybe Tuesday. It's like... Tim kept hitting that brick wall. <laughs> it's like Valto's all over again. That's that like the one line that I like don't know. Oh man, that was good stuff, guys. All it's right, a Valto scene. Dude. Good you job, know, that, boys. The speeder bike. It's all it, it's all about the it's all about the fun. All right, well, that's gonna be it for episode. You know, they say insanity is like a repetition, expecting something different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very valid very valid zero very valid right. and that's where you were going yeah alright that's it for episode 15 of JTOS guys don't forget if you enjoy hanging out with us please leave us a like a share a comment or all of the above while you're listening to us on your favorite listening platforms please consider leaving us a review because believe me every little bit helps 
Also, don't forget to come down to Waxhachie Coins and Comics. They got some really cool stuff here. New stuff every week. Uh, every time we come in here, there's at least a few new things that really look like it's something I want to take home. So, yeah, yeah definitely check them out. Boys, uh, last words. Have a good night. Night. Uh, check us out on uh, Amazon Unlimited. We are we are streaming oh, yeah. on Amazon Unlimited now. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah. Um, and was that a service that that has started recently? Or yes, it's a brand new service. Okay, cool. And, cool. and we're kind of we're staying on top of things, so we get out there with the new things. Awesome, man. Hell really yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Good job on that, <laughs> Zero. And. Real quick, guys, I guess another quick announcement before we finish it all off. Uh, the next two episodes are going to be our full Halloween episodes. We're going to be talking about horror games, horror films, uh, some of our uh, scariest memories, uh, maybe growing up. Uh, oh, goddamn. A lot of really cool stuff just kind of being jam-packed into two episodes. So, yeah, Halloween month starts on episode 16, and uh, we'll see you guys there. With that, later. 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 Oh, yeah.